three, two, one. Woo-sa is something that they <laughs> spammed throughout Bad Boys 2. Hello, this is Adam from Your Movie Sucks. This is a podcast called Sardonicast. Hello, we're talking about Bad Boys. Hello, who else is here? I thought you were going to do the Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Nah. What yeah, you so. going to do? But then we're going to get copyright claimed. <laughs> They're good, coming after us. Yeah, be careful. We could have done it. <laughs> well, you just did it, so... <laughs> Bad boys, bad boys. I am I'm Ralph, <laughs> the movie maker. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm Alex from IHE. And, and we're uh, the bad boys. I gotta say, this just got real. What you gonna eh? do? Shit. Yeah, shit just got real. It is. Yeah. It's shit, <laughs> and it's real. <laughs> we just got it. talking about the bad trilogy. <laughs> Don't give <Yeah>. it away. <laughs> this is the boys trilogy. The bad the boys. boys the, the show on Amazon Prime. Yeah. This is the movie the boys, yeah. version. <laughs> There's so much more bad, but they're bad. Yeah, I prefer the bad trilogy. That's mm-hmm. how kind of sits in my mind. <laughs> the bad trilogy. <laughs> That's funny. Bad boys. Bad you might boys. as well. Yeah, you could just you could just call it the bad trilogy. There's supposed to be a fourth one. Well, like in production. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. They. It was. Um, I guess remind me to bring this up when we start talking about the third one because it's kind of tied into the production story of that. But yeah. Okay. Uh, the yeah. third one kind of has like a like a cliffhanger kind of thing. Yeah, a Marvel stinger. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You both yeah. watched all of them. Yes. Great. Yeah. Great. I'd seen I've only seen the second one before. I hadn't seen so any like, of them. I watched before. the first one and the third one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd only seen bits of the second one. But yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed my six and a half hours of, of bad. <laughs> of just action. <laughs> just crazy car chases and like <laughs> yeah. dumb jokes. Yeah, that's like the whole thing. <laughs> There were points where I was regretting doing a marathon (laughs) and I was like, oh yeah, same. Yeah. I did the same thing. (laughs) Maybe I should have done this like one per day instead of all in a row. Literally like seven hours of of just like dumb shit, just like action and just horrible jokes, horrible lame jokes and, (laughs) and cliches. Um, I guess we can start with the first one. We, we we need to start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Start at the beginning of of uh, the Bad Boys. Uh, so Bad Boys, nineteen ninety five, directed by Michael Bay. Uh-huh. So Michael Bay. This is our first Michael Bay film. Ooh. I think we've talked about like in detail. Yes. I think. And yeah, yeah it's a, it's about Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are cops. Just a couple of boys. Yeah, and like that's that's basically it. it. That's like I just sold the movie right there. It's like Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, and Michael Bay. Like that's like two hip detectives. It. And it's like so you know what you're getting into. Um, <laughs> yeah, Will Smith is the cool one. Martin Lawrence is the like the dumb funny one. Like 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 that's it. And Michael Bay is the action. He like makes it cool with his angles and whatever. Mm-hmm. But what were you gonna say? If you've seen anything that any of those three have done before, you know what you're getting. It 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 does feel yeah. like exactly what you'd expect from exactly. <laughs> from those three. It's like, oh yeah, it's still a Michael Bay movie. It's still a Will Smith movie, and it's still a Martin Lawrence movie. You know, uh huh. Like I don't even see the characters. I just see like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Like yeah. And the weird thing yeah. is, like they both of have course. like M names. I don't know if that there's like a rule in screenwriting. You don't give characters like the same like first letter in their names, and they're both named like Marcus and and Mike. Oh, yeah, Mike like, and Marcus. Yeah, that is confusing. I guess they're like, M and M. Yeah, I guess they're both like 
the same. <laughs> it's like heat. They're trying to like draw parallels between them. <laughs> and Michael Bay. And Michael Bay. Right. The trips. Yeah. And uh, Joe Pant- Joey Pants is like the Joey the Pants. Yeah, I think I think he's a big part of it too. With hair, he's like the you know he's like the cliche like police captain who's like ah the damn incompetent motherfuckers. You didn't follow protocol. There's bodies everywhere. You ruined my day. This is a slight annoyance for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like that's all that's all he does. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like cliches. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess spoilers, oh. as if it even matters. Yeah. <laughs> <for this. laughs> what can you actually spoil? Really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's nothing to really spoil. Um, so a lot of the movie, a lot of this plot, well, it go, it's like this cliche, like, I don't know, there's like a criminal trying to like chase this witness down and they're like trying to protect her or whatever but for some reason i don't even remember why there's like this role switching <laughs> subplot because will smith was out of town <laughs> and she's like i only want to speak to this person i've never met i will not cooperate if i don't talk to, to will smith yeah so so she, she thinks it's will smith but it's actually martin lawrence and that's like the whole movie is like martin lawrence pretending to be will smith yeah which i guess she heard about before and, you know, so she thinks, like, Will Smith or whatever is cool. They're, like, the Marcus character. Yeah. Just the best cop. But it's actually, like, Martin Lawrence bumbling around. <laughs> Why do they need to commit to that so hard? Because that is, like, the main kind of drama. I wasn't yeah. expecting it. Or at least one of the main sources of comedy. It should have been, like, one joke. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, a couple scenes or whatever, and then just, okay, just go back to revealing the truth and move on. But that that really is, like, the <laughs> the core of the movie is, like, that joke on repeat. And it just, like, it's stretched. Yeah, it's the same joke. Yeah. Throughout the entire movie. It gets, like, really annoying, actually. Yeah, I found it exhausting after a while. Yeah, really. <laughs> I really wasn't expecting it to be, like, a weird Trading Places movie. You know, <laughs> like, putting in Bad Boys for the first time. I was like, what the fuck? What are they doing here? It was so weird. It was so bizarre. <laughs> Michael Bay's sense of humor is just, like, not great. What he finds funny is not that funny. Sure. But it's just like that it went on for the whole movie. It felt like one of those things that you would throw in, like, a sequel. It's like a sequel plot when you're, like, out mm-hmm. of ideas. But this yeah. is the first movie. And they were already out of ideas. They're just like, I don't know, make it about, make it about like, this role-switching thing. Like, Martin Lawrence has a wife, but he has to, like, keep it a secret that he's, like you know yeah. being, uh protecting this woman even though he could just tell his wife like there's nothing stopping him from telling his wife from, like <laughs> oh i just need to like pretend to be this person so because she's a witness to a crime but he she like he never tells her that because he wants to keep it a secret because i guess his wife would get jealous it's just like what is going on and then they accidentally have a phone call and he listens to the exact spot that makes him believe that will smith's fucking his wife and he goes, like, like just one of those, like, yeah. all you needed was, like, I don't know, like, a bit more information or just another word. And that this wouldn't have happened, this mm-hmm. uh, miscommunication. But you've decided to go over there, yeah. Yeah, it's a big miscommunication. It's very silly. I can understand why it was successful, for sure. Hey, you're so right about the comedy. Yeah. It's a 90s comedy. Yeah, definitely. But it's just an ongoing Michael Bay thing where his style of comedy, like, a, I don't know about you guys, it has never gelled with me. No. It's like, no. it is fratty. <laughs> like, once I heard it described as, like, that, as fratty. I was just like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of a good way of putting it. It's kind of like lowbrow, really obvious. Like the whole, the whole dynamic is like Will Smith. He's like a player, yeah, and he's also like a trust fund kid who's like rich and drives sports cars around. Contrasted with Martin Lawrence, who's like he's miserable, married, and has kids and never fucks. So he's like 
yeah. sad all the time. And that's like the, the core of the humor and Martin Lawrence kind of doing his thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that Michael Bay comedy, man, I just can't, <laughs> yeah, I can't be getting on with it. Like it's, it, it doesn't like develop anywhere or go anywhere. It's always like, so, so like throwaway. There's no, yeah. like, it doesn't build up to anything. Everything's so confined to like a scene, like, yeah, <laughs> there's a better, better example of being up, bring up in Bad Boys too. That's just like Jesus Christ, but yeah, these are not films that yeah. get better on a second watch. <laughs> As someone who's only seen it once, <laughs> but I was doing like a little watch along stream with it, and everybody, <laughs> everybody was basically saying like, "Yeah, this is worse than I remember." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that first one. It's like there's just not a lot going on. Like, I'd see it. This is the first time I watched it. I was expecting, like, a little more, at least from, like, the action, but there really isn't much action in it, or it's, like, kind of... It's really mm. tame for an R-rated movie. It's really tame for a Michael Bay yeah. film. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Especially for a Michael Bay film. Like, yeah. just knowing, like, where his uh, catalog goes, like, a few decades later, this does seem really reserved for him. It's just, like, really funny. <laughs> there's, there's not really an explosion even until, like, right towards the end. Using the word reserved to describe a Michael Bay film is just so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, there's still, like, the hot chicks running around. And, like, it's, like, all those elements of the movie. There's still action yeah. and, like, shootouts. Yeah, it is just like it is way more tame. It's more like a conventional like '90s action movie, I guess. It's yeah, it's not like super distinguished as its own thing that much. Like it feels like early Michael Bay when you have like the chase scenes and stuff and like the car scenes. Um, but yeah. much of the movie is just like okay, not super stylized. The framing's way too close. Even during a lot of the action, the framing's like way too close, like uncomfortably close. Like it's, it's like a fucking Safety Brothers movie, but it's not trying to be. You know, it's like give me a fucking <laughs> yeah. wide shot so I can see like where where the shit is. You know, I I don't remember if it was in the first movie or the second movie, but there was a part where um like one of the you know just in one of the chase scenes, there's somebody with a bike and the car comes along and. They have they have to run across the bridge uh, because the car is about to hit them. Just some random nameless character, and I'm like, if you just if you just showed a bit more, I would know. Like, okay, what's under the bridge? Like, is it water or vehicles? Because if it's water, then it's like, okay, well maybe you should jump over. But you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I was missing mm-hmm. information in uh, a lot of the scenes of just like things I could absorb about like I don't know the setting. Um, there were a lot of cuts like a billion cuts per second in every scene, just like people talking. It was so weird. The editing's atrocious. <laughs> Even the action, yeah. And like the, the comedy too. It's just not as, um, not memorable to me really, aside from like the same joke. Of, yeah. You know, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are trading places and that whole like cliche story. I understand why it was successful. And they do have some level of charisma with each other. And obviously, yeah. like, people fucking mm-hmm. loved Will Smith <laughs> at the time, especially. Yeah, I suppose this was the height. I think this was his so. first, like, big blockbuster mm-hmm. movie. This is, like, kind of what put him on the map as a movie star, actually. You know, he was famous from, like, Fresh Prince and, like, I think a few other... I think he had some, maybe some other film roles. But I think this was, like, his first big... One of his first big hits that uh-huh. like, put him on the map. So, like that—that's a notable thing about it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's 
that's interesting i guess like he's definitely a movie star yeah um it's just yeah like it's just like everything else around the movies like you know it's, it doesn't feel like very well thought out and like even the comedy like it's it's kind of in the middle i don't think it's nearly as obnoxious as like some of the later transformers movies i think that's like a huge positive i have about it actually is that it's not as like grating as like the transformers 2 humor like the parents and like i don't know the, the pot brownies they, and, but like, they kind of did that like, in the, the second movie it, I was thinking about T2. Oh, yeah. But even that wasn't as bad. <laughs> yeah, by, by then. But that was nearly 10 years later. There's like years between every yeah, one of these movies. which is weird. Yeah, eight years. A considerable amount of years, yeah. Yeah, the comedy is a, is like a huge sticking point for me because it's just like... It's like the main folk. They'll undercut like basically any chance at like real drama or tension normally for like a, a joke. But like the jokes are always like really lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't hate the comedy so much, but it it wasn't like it wasn't so irritating. But it wasn't funny at the same time. I was just like, yeah, I can see this being funny. I imagined a crowd of like people in 1995 laughing to it. I'm like, yeah, this is this this is about right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as bad as like the later Transformers. Yeah, no, I was honestly fine with this first one. I thought it was like just so serviceable. I didn't really get annoyed. I was just kind of bored, like for the most part. Like it, it's just fine. Uh, there's, there's nothing too crazy. I started getting bored about halfway through it. Yeah, I was like perfectly comfortable with the pacing and you know the amount of uh, there's dialogue scenes, but it felt like it was moving along in some way. Like okay, things are happening at least, and it never stayed in one location for too long. And then about halfway through the movie, I'm like, "What's your fucking point? Like, why are you two hours?" <laughs> like, <laughs> just halfway through the movie, I just it started to lose me, and I was like, "Oh god!" Like, we're still going. Like, what are you doing? It was just yeah, it started to get frustrating, but first half I, I was fine i did have uh i did have a few genuine laughs but they weren't at jokes being made in the film they were they were at like will smith trying to be serious at points <laughs> like some serious <laughs> character moments with him and just like oh boy and i can only see him as an actor yeah, true and in this movie in particular yeah. uh, like i don't know if you guys felt the same way about this but in this movie in particular out of all movies uh that he's done maybe but especially in the bad boys movies his accent's so inconsistent. Like from shot to shot, he'll be he'll sound completely different. He'll be going for like a completely different thing, and it was just like the most inconsistent thing in the world. In Bad Boys too, it's like okay, now you're just Will Smith. You're the Will Smith we know and love sort of thing. You've got your character down as Will Smith, but in the first movie, it was just like <laughs> I. It, it's like he couldn't decide what he was trying to do, like whether he was playing a character with an accent or doing himself or. I don't know what he was doing, but it was a very inconsistent. That's funny. I didn't even notice because all I see whenever I watch Will Smith in, in a movie is just Will Smith. I can't yeah. not. And especially because I think this is the first time I've watched a movie of Will Smith in since the, that Oscar incident. I know, right? Um, <laughs> Some good context. I just can't get out of my mind. It's like just... Yeah. <laughs> well, well yeah. Um, what's the... What's the was it Shark Tale? That yeah. Will Smith. Yeah. Oh yeah, true, and that yeah, it tarnished that great yeah. work as well. Was that was that post slap? Yeah, that was post slap. That was like right after. Yeah, it was post slap. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but yeah. we we didn't see him. We saw a fish that looked like him. <laughs> That's true. This is his first live action <laughs> yeah. film since that. 
Yeah, I don't even care about that. It's like, yeah, it's just his acting. And I'm like, yeah, he's like Will Smith. And, and that's how Martin Lawrence is. He's he's Martin Lawrence. He's acting silly. Big mama. And it's like, okay. At least with Martin Lawrence, I feel like he knows he's what trying. he is a bit more. And he was he was trying a lot yeah. harder, too. And he's good yeah. at it. He's and good at the comedy thing. He's great at the facial expressions. He's great at, like, the line delivery. And he's consistent the entire movie. It's like, okay, we're getting, like, mm-hmm. a consistent yeah. product. Whereas, like, Will was just kind of all over the place. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? But Martin Lawrence is like, oh, you know, he knows his thing. He's got it down. He's crafted it. And he, he's going to roll with it. He's not, like, the most versatile, amazing actor. He doesn't he's not trying to go for anything like super dramatic but it works for what it is and he's he's good comedy in the film i think martin lawrence was was good in this actually yeah i like martin lawrence in all three of them i feel like he's like at times he's like the only one trying <laughs> like especially <laughs> later on um yeah i don't i don't hate this movie it's just kind of in the middle for me it's not like one of my worst i don't think that comedy is like that terrible to where it's like transformers 2 or one of those yeah. it's like yeah it's just kind of like, yeah, forgettable. I see why it was successful, yeah, like you said. It's the 90s. I was expecting more crazy, like, Michael Bay shit, like, action and whatever. I, I guess you get that more in, like, the second one. It was still there. The, you know, there were chase yeah, scenes. it's just way stuff. more tame than I was expecting. It's not as wacky. Yeah. It, it was more of a, like, you know, normal, sellable, standard action thing, but... He does film action like like he knows what to do to make it seem like there's action happening, which is a necessity. Uh, and we'll discuss later. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Those are some of the best parts of his movies. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the the action, and it definitely isn't like as mean spirited as a lot of his movies, especially kind of became during that yeah. like pain and gain Transformers sort of era. There's there is mm-hmm. nothing like that is gonna like uh, upset in the kind of way that some of those later movies do mm-hmm. yeah, yeah right. you're right it's just right down the middle it's so just like inoffensive like very just this is like a generic action movie from 95 this is exactly right. what it says yeah. on the tin it's like nothing to unpack really <laughs> on the tin <laughs> although this first one i did write down in my notes uh the cringe kind of like the character that was like freeze mother bitches i blow you and it's like okay you're just this is like five minutes of just the whole joke is this guy can't speak english properly and that's it like that's yeah that was like a little taste of what was to come it's 1995 you know <laughs> whatever like yeah. this is what people were into yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't age well it's not like yeah it's not funny it's like a little taste right it's kind of cringe all, all of it's, yeah, it's just like a little taste of like what's yeah. to come with like Michael Bay. Like, yeah. But like these movies are just so dumb to me. I just can't even take them seriously at all. Oh, yeah, me neither. Like I'm glad they didn't like develop the characters any more than they did in the movie because it's just like that, all that stuff is like so pointless to me. Like I don't give a fuck about like these characters at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I just want to watch action and, you know, like the selling points of it, like the, the hot chicks and the action and the cars, you know, like that, yeah. that shit. Like that's that's all the audience for this wants. It's like as long as it's delivering on that, I don't really have a problem with it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's better than like yeah. half the half the Fast and Furious movies as well, yeah. probably just because like, yeah, there's some consistency there. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it until it goes past 90 minutes. That's my thing. Like if, if it's going to be like that level... You know, where it's like, yeah, characters don't matter. Most of it doesn't matter. It's just about the dumb jokes and the dumb comedy. You gotta, you gotta trim it down just a little bit. You reel it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just, yeah. Well, I'll get into it more when we're talking to 
the sequels, but they just kind of get like more bloated as they go along. A lot of Michael mm-hmm. Bay's actually films have they get they, like some of these Transformers movies are like touched like three hours. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, yeah. They you do. kind of mastered excess filmmaking at a certain point. Yeah, <laughs> you hadn't quite touched it like fully yet though in the nineties. Yeah, I I think it's funny. A lot of uh, a lot of Michael Bay films, a lot of uh, blockbustery type mindless action movies. The character development they're essentially described by like things that they own you know <laughs> or like people around them <laughs> so like Mar- martin lawrence's character is like i have a family that's his character he has a family will smith's character mm-hmm. is yeah. he has money those are their characters it's like family and money that's it there's nothing about like their personality really <laughs> well yeah they don't have a personality yeah nothing changes about them at the end yeah they're just they're just consistent nothing changes about <laughs> or they're them. like their morals or <laughs> yeah yeah it's just what what do they possess it's like really simple and, and they're bad <laughs> like, boys flashcards you can show up at the screen essentially <laughs> like right the most simplistic shit i'm saying for me that's like one of the best things about it is like yeah i don't give a fuck about their characters like yeah just make the like just don't even develop them at all it's like there's no point in a movie like this this is no point it's so dumb already i get that i think you could sprinkle in maybe like something <laughs> like it wouldn't take long to develop yeah well then it would be a real movie no i i feel like there was a the the issues in the 90s uh with like writing female characters in particular is like pretty apparent with yeah. this movie where her whole thing yeah. is like i'm being unreasonable and i'm being annoying and i'm vegetarian oh, yeah. and like she was just there to be like uh, an object of desire and also very annoying <laughs> like it was just like so irritating she was very annoying and like unreasonable yeah like, yeah, like completely unreasonable oh and like unlogical like, so naggy but yeah that's also just a consistent michael bray problem though isn't it like the some of his female characters and the, the way they're shot and presented yeah they're so unlikable yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're unlikable, but you know they're they're like attractive yeah. actresses or whatever. They're just like, yep, yeah, well, that's it. That's like all they need to be in the movie. <laughs> it's like okay, it's so dumb. It's yeah. hard to take anything going on seriously, and I'm I'm glad like there's there's like but there's parts of the third one that take itself like really seriously that just don't work for me. And this is like not a problem I have with the first two. <laughs> the michael bay ones because mm-hmm. it's just like yeah there's no there's no point in like even trying to develop these characters they're just like it's all you see no matter what they do is will smith and martin lawrence and it's just about like the action and like yeah yeah like these these things that were just you know that are on the poster that you know it's going to be it's like that's all it needed to be by the time you exit the theater you forget everything that wasn't on the poster <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what you're left with. But like, yeah, even in saying that, I'm trying to think. Like, it is an action movie and it is a comedy, but like, what is the standout best action sequence in the first movie? And what's like the best? Joke? I know, right? None, none for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to remember. Yeah, I genuinely can't think of one. There was a car chase or something. Yeah, because two's <laughs> definitely got the best action. I'm I'm certain there was a vehicle pursuit at some point. Yeah, the the scene in the club. I guess that was the best scene. What happened? Like the shootout there. Oh. <laughs> They're like in the remember. club for some reason and then there's a shootout. Like, oh, I, I yeah. don't remember what happened or why they were there. Club Hell? Is that what it was called? And they were, they had a, they had a, yeah, and then they had the fucking van full of ether for some reason. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, don't if you shoot ether, it'll explode, even though that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. No, I swear, like, the, the six hours of watching Bad Boys, like, all the car chases are just, like, they've merged together I in my know. head into just this one <laughs> elongated scene where it's all just, like, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nothing distinguishes it. I'm so glad I take notes, you know? I'm just, I would be so confused. I would have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? There weren't many notes I took for the first one, except for the whole, like, body swapping thing. Because that's just, like, or the, the, the role swap. Yeah, yeah, that was my main thing, too. It's just, like, it's, that's the whole movie. It could have been one joke, but it gets really tired. It gets really old very quickly, and it, like, yeah, that's the whole film. It's the whole like two hours. Is like Martin Lawrence is trying to act suave, but it doesn't. You can't do it. Haha, <laughs> she thinks he's gay. <laughs> I remember the best joke. It's like when she's like at the apartment. She's like, "Why do you have all these pictures of Will Smith?" Because you know it's it's yeah. his apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Martin Lawrence is like, "Oh, well, we're just partners. Like, this we're just partner. great partners." He, yeah, at his apartment, he has pictures of me. I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. That, but, like, that was it. That yeah. was, like, the only joke. I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. I didn't laugh. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Roger Ebert pointed that out in his review. He said something to the effect oh, of, he like, did? he was like, but why would Will Smith have so many pictures of himself in his home? It's like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I guess I guess to, like, maybe paint him as, like, kind of egocentric. But, yeah, it's. I don't think that the writers care enough about that. I think it's just for the sake of the joke. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I thought that what was particularly memorable about that was the dialogue that came after that, which was like, oh, no, I'm not gay. And he proceeds to explain to her how not gay he is. He's like, you see those dents on the bed? It's because I'm having sex all the time. I'm like, what? Gay people don't have sex? Like, what the fuck? Who wrote this? Like, it's so atrocious. Like, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, that just ties in the whole frat humor yeah yeah right mm-hmm. it's like i'm not gay bro yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like that it's funny because he said gay that's it like it's yeah. that's as simple mm-hmm. as it is yeah, yeah straight up yeah. yeah yeah that's kind of a recurring gag in the bay ones oh yeah yeah bay gay <laughs> <laughs> michael gay uh, suspicious gay bay. yeah uh, he's a gay bay uh one thing that i want to mention before moving on to the next one i think one of the elements of these films that does change throughout each film particularly is the music and i think that there was some there were some good choices for like licensed music in this film but the main theme that they tried to do was really bad the main the main theme was just like so unworkable and so uncatchy and just it felt dated and it was so it ruined a lot of scenes mm-hmm. there were a lot of scenes in this film that that uh, were lessened by the music choices and just like, okay, why is there music here? Why is it this tone sort of thing? It was just weird. Um, but yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed Michael Imperioli's little cameo. I didn't expect to see him in it. I'm like, oh yeah, oh. It's, uh, it's Christopher. Yeah, yeah, a couple of Sopranos actors. In yeah. There. I think every movie has like a cameo at some point of like some other guy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Does Michael Bay have a cameo in this one? Uh, trying to remember. I don't think so. I remember him in the others. I think, yeah. I only noticed him starting yeah, the I think second I s- one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I guess that's that's all. Like, I, I'm surprised that's we even folks. had this much to say about the first one. <laughs> yeah, same. There's basically nothing of note about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just the most middle of the road, just nothing like action <laughs> movie. <laughs> uh, I'll start with the ratings. I, I think I'd give it a five 
out of ten. Yeah, like right in the middle. <laughs> I was about to say out of five. <laughs> five yeah, five, sorry, five out of five. I love no yeah, eternal a, sunshine. Yeah, it's on that level. <laughs> Made me think, maybe rethink my life. Yeah, it's like a right in the middle of the road movie for me. Like five out of ten. Yeah, I guess I'm slightly lower. I'd give it like a two star, a four out of ten. It's just fine. I wasn't really upset by anything. I'd be more right down the middle with you if it was just a bit shorter because I did just start getting bored after like the hour mark. Like it's just kind of a repetitive formula yeah. after a while and like just not being able to distinguish like any of that action or comedy particularly. It's just, it's pretty one note for the most part, but yeah. And I'm giving this one a five out of 10. It's uh, very mid, very forgettable, not particularly uh, <laughs> notable in either direction. It is uh, definitely a film, <laughs> and it was released, <laughs> and people watched it, and I get it, and that's about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I like the two of them. I like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Mm-hmm. They're decent. Um. So... When is the next one? It's like eight years later. Yeah, like you said, it's so yeah, so far after two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand three. Holy shit! And it's about it's it's the same shit. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it any <laughs> differently. It's Will Smith, Mark Lawrence, they're cops, and there's like a bad guy. I think there's even like less of a story here. They're like trying to take down some drug lord. Uh, and, um, yeah, there there's a bunch. of... <laughs> he's selling ecstasy <laughs> yeah the cuban guy but like go to the story like martin lawrence has a sister this time and will smith and her had like a fling when he went to new york or something so they have like a little relationship going on and she's like an undercover like ci informant or whatever for for like yeah the police and like so she's part of the drug gang and like she's involved in it and so like martin lawrence is trying to get her out of it because it's her sister and like will smith's kind of in love with her and you know there's obviously a lot of comedy with that like oh will smith we we gotta tell we gotta tell martin lawrence that like we we hooked up once or whatever and and, like martin lawrence is like huh you know it's like a lot of that kind of thing um and yeah it's like michael bay like when he starts to get like really fucking nuts with like the action and like the 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 like the the framing of like women and like close ups on the asses and all that and mm-hmm. like it's it's like the most Michael Bay movie to me it's like his masterpiece it's like his, <laughs> it's like the most Michael Bay movie you could say that <laughs> it's it's, yeah. it's a Michael Bay masterpiece it's like the best. <laughs> Thing. It's probably the best thing he's done. <laughs> like honestly, I can't even think. <laughs> Bad Boys Two is to Michael Bay as Tenet is to Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> the most Nolan film he could make. The most Michael Bay film he could. It's make. the most Michael Bay movie. Like it's just action scene, dumb jokes. Action scene, dumb jokes. Just like constantly. Yeah. Like, it's it's like impossible to take anything going on seriously. And I don't know. That's that's why this is my favorite one. <laughs> I, easily out of the three i think this is my favorite i have like so much like i think i actually think the action scenes of this movie are fun like some of them I, I was really enjoying like that car chase scene in the beginning like that was like to me that was like insane like i really enjoyed watching that especially on like my new tv like which i said on like the 75 inch with like mm-hmm. the sound mm-hmm. blasting i'm like this is like fucking crazy like this scene it's just like keeps going it's so long this like 
cars crashing through boats and there's like cuts every second <laughs> and like there's like some really great like shots in it and like lots of energy to the camera work i think i think what made me want to watch this movie at first was like i think hot fuzz because you know hot fuzz this is like yeah they, they like make fun of this movie that's funny actually <laughs> yeah they reference it a lot yeah yeah they like shit just got real like they they show that clip i think and yeah. like that's what mm. it's basically what hot fuzz is like parodying yeah i exactly. feel or like and you know part of it's like they're making fun of it because it's like really stupid but they're also like in a way like paying respect to it because <laughs> it's like it is like one of those action movies i think of that's like yeah this is like you know a hollywood action movie it's just like dumb shootouts and like you know but but there's like some like amount of the craft to it that i like really respect i really enjoyed like the practical action i enjoyed like that it was really bloody and there were squibs i enjoyed like the shootout. it felt more like an r-rated movie yeah i like that shootout in the house like that was cool when the camera's doing like the 360 around the characters and going through the bullet holes in the wall <laughs> i didn't i was like how many times are they gonna fucking spin like how, how are <laughs> you still awesome, going though again they went through the wall yeah they kept, they so kept doing it but like at least this is like at least it's memorable like unlike that first yeah one. it's like it is very memorable yeah no excess is the word yeah, I, yeah that scene you just described is probably the most memorable scene from any of these movies to me yeah and I, I kind of wish it channeled that more so, if there was more of that. Yeah. It felt like David Wan shit. Or sorry, James Wan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did like some of the action, but I did, it's just that excess after a while, like you're saying, that that car chase towards the beginning. Like, how long does it actually go on for? Cause like, it goes on for so long. Yeah, it, it's so fucking it's excessive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I can get down with that to a certain point. I was kind of happy about that because I was like, you know, this one's two and a half hours long. I was like, well, there better be, like, some long action sequences then, you know? It better not just be more dialogue. <laughs> right. It's long, but the action is long. I felt like there was more action, like, a lot more. Like, not even just, like, a little more. I feel yeah. like this is, like, the most yeah. action out of any of the three of them. You get what you and, pay like, for. And, like, that's what I want to see anyway. Yeah, exactly. I just I just want to see, like, crazy action. Like, I don't give a shit about these characters at all. I just want to see, like, crazy shots. And I feel like they, they really delivered, like, in, in, like, so many ways. And... I just watched the behind the scenes of the movie too, because I was like genuinely interested in like how they did some of these things, and it looked like it was a lot of fun to like film those action mm-hmm. scenes just from like the behind the scenes. Like, I think I think Michael Bay like was given a lot of resources to make the second one to make to, because like the first one was such a hit, and it it's kind of like the big budget spectacle I like to see where there's just like a lot of really complicated really dangerous stunts going on a lot of practical <laughs> stunt work that goes a long way like i think that goes a long way in a movie like this so it's just like a dumb action movie like that that car chase apparently took like four days to film mm-hmm. that, that chase in the beginning which honestly doesn't seem like a lot to me because it's like really complicated from how it looked and you know they were using like many yeah. cameras the longest bridge of all time yeah that too <laughs> <laughs> driving on it for 20 minutes <laughs> full speed no i was just uh comparing the budgets of, like the first one had a 19 million dollar budget and the second one had a 130 million so that is like yeah and it looks 100 like, million like what was the first one? 19 million oh wow that's a huge difference yeah, so that's f- yeah 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 considerable i didn't know it was that low the first one that's that's pretty modest for like especially compared to this later stuff explains a lot actually yeah yeah Yeah. 
And, you know, they were using a lot of different cameras. Some of the cameras they were using, like, were cheaper and were meant to be, like, destroyed. Mm-hmm. So they knew, like, they could get, like, really cool angles and just destroy the camera. And, like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's how they got that shot because that looked really cool. Like, the Ferrari also in that, that chase scene I wanted to mention, like, that was completely CGI. Which I'm like, really? That, I couldn't tell at all. That looked great, I thought. Like, that Ferrari huh. and the chase yeah, scene yeah. was, like, mostly CG. And most of the cars in that scene and the boat, like, that was all CG. I'm like, that's really impressive, like, the CGI work when you can't even tell that it's CG. Like, that's the mm-hmm. best. Those are the best special effects to me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like, the blowing up of the, of the house at the end, that cost, like, a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. just for, like, a five-second shot. Of course. Like, it, they but at spent, least like, they did so it. much money. At least they fucking did it, you know? Yeah, it looks fucking great. Yeah. It looks mm-hmm. cool. Uh, when they were driving the cars through the shanty town, that was awesome. Like, 11 cameras filming and tons of <laughs> explosives. So there's, e- there's even, like, <laughs> live extras running away to, like, really sell that it isn't just a set. You know, yeah. it's like you believe there are real people there, yeah. like, in danger. Like, that's that's really cool. That's, like, a great detail. Yeah. Say what you will about, like, the substance of Michael Bay's films in terms of, like, artistic merit. But, like... He knows how to make an action scene. He does, right? Like he, he's not yeah. always successful at it. He doesn't always make a great movie. He doesn't always make a great scene. But like he, he there there's a lot of basics that other directors just forget <laughs> and leave out in terms of like filming an action scene. What Michael Bay does is he makes mm-hmm. it, you know, he provides the illusion that the cars are actually going fast and that they're crashing through things and that you know like you're what you see on the screen you're like oh i'm seeing the thing on the screen not like it's not like oh that's not happening sort of thing like it's like wow you're actually watching something. yeah it has like a great yeah like speed to it like even during the behind the scenes michael bay kept yelling like go faster go faster <laughs> like the people driving the cars like you need to go faster that's like funny. that was that was great yeah like seeing him directed cursing at people and like <laughs> yeah it, it kind of makes me think of snyder a little bit where it's like well yeah there is there's something in there like they they clearly know how to assemble mm-hmm. some parts of this and make the core of like an action kind of spectacle work but like man all the stuff around it like this movie's got <laughs> it's like whiplash to me where it's like it's got the best stuff from this franchise but also like the worst mm-hmm. some of the scenes of this movie i can't fucking stand yeah like the, especially the comedy yeah the comedy especially that whole sequence that like just does not end where they go to that like video the tv store and it's like this like really long like gay joke basically because martin lawrence is like shot in the ass at the beginning yeah that was that was terrible y'all need jesus yeah terrible the ecstasy (laughs) scene like you were mentioning that's probably the that's honestly the funniest scene to me that's probably the one i go to like oh right that was like not painful (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that, that bit was fine yeah, I thought that was okay, actually, the ecstasy joke. I liked the first half of it. I think it went on for a bit too long. I, li- I liked I liked where it was where it started going. I think Roger Ebert pointed out his review of the whole joke with, like, when the, the, when the sister, or when the, sorry, when the daughter has, like, the boyfriend character over and they, like, they, like fuck with him. He didn't really, oh, yeah. he wasn't really a fan of that scene. I didn't think it was very funny. I'm not really a fan of it either. I didn't think that was very funny. That's another scene that goes on way too long. It's like, yeah, this could be cut. Yeah, it's, it's kind of lame but i i can imagine people in the theater laughing <laughs> you know i i get it you know i i, I understand yeah it. me too the, what about like the the whole corpse angle that was so weird it's like loads of jokes at the expense of corpses it reminded me of geely <laughs> they like run a corpse over and like it's, it gets like its head like popped oh, off that was awesome those were 
Those parts were legitimately great. I loved that they did that. Nobody does yeah. that. That's cool. At least it was memorable, right? Yeah, it, it's outrageous. Yeah, it is outra- it's, it's such a strange line because it's like, if it was more consistently outrageous, I feel like I'd like it more. But yeah. It's just like... It's tiny moments. I guess I'm just trying to figure out, like, what are, you, what are you going for? Is this, like, more of a kind of tamer family action sort of thing or are we going in the oh the, it's about family y- yeah because they do basically do that <laughs> yeah fast and furious thing like it, <laughs> they do try and do that but at the same time they've got they go into the morgue and lift up oh and it's it's the the dead woman with her huge breasts and like that was weird yeah she's got big boobs that was really fucking weird and it's not just like one throwaway gag it like comes back <laughs> like a few like. minutes later it's like you yeah, sexualized yeah. a dead body, Michael. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and rats. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, he sexualizes every woman in this movie. Every yeah. oh yeah, the rat fucking joke. That was yeah, weird. I remember that. It's just like <laughs> yeah. every yeah, yeah, woman yeah. in this movie though. It's like close ups, close ups on asses, and like you know every woman's bikinis. The camera went through all of their legs. Like every every time it was in uh-huh. the club scene or whatever. It oh, was yeah. like twenty thousand yeah. shots of just like you see like shoo, under wee, their wee, dress. Like, yeah, yeah. We're getting, yeah. yeah, professional upskirt photographer Michael Bay. <laughs> like, yeah, holy shit. basically. <laughs> yeah, no. There's literally on that same note. There's like like Megan Fox is like briefly in this movie. Oh yeah, and she was like 15 years old. Oh yeah. god, she was in mother. Yeah, <laughs> what? She was in that like dance scene. It's fuck. Yeah, she was in really the dance creepy. scene as a 15 year old. Oh man, I don't even remember her. That's yeah. Weird. Michael Bay like was Did like he oh you. No, no. He like made her go under like the water f- fountain or some shit. Yeah, I was, That's I was weird, searching up actually. about it. Weird. After. Yeah, really. I, I fucking didn't know weird. that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's Hollywood. Strange. It's just kind of creepy. <laughs> this is Michael Bay vibe. Some of his yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. That's kind of weird. At least there wasn't like a ten minute Romeo, the Romeo and Juliet clause scene, like yeah. Transformers Four. Oh, I've forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like all of his movies have that shit, and it's like this is like the start of it. It's like right in the middle for me, where it's like it's not too bad yet, but it's like the start of it. It was mainly the action where it was like really fuck Michael Bay and wild. It's like the, the yeah, action yeah. scenes. I'm like, okay, these are fun. Like these are fine. I, I, I wish there was more of that. But yeah, it's just like the dumb, like the the sex, the kind of like borderline sexist stuff, and like, yeah, like the dead body, like with the boobs or whatever. Like I'm like, yeah, that didn't work for me, even when I saw it when I was younger. But what stuck with me as like a kid seeing this is like, like those action scenes, like those moments where you watch a movie as like a teenager and you want to like rewind to just watch like the cool parts. It's like yeah, those action scenes are mm. really fun. Like it's just like yeah, this is the rest of this shit, like the jokes and like. The humor again. Joey Pants is in the movie. <laughs> He's doing the same shit he did in the first one. Like I, the scenes with him honestly blend together to me. Like I don't know what scene is from the first one, which scene is in the second one. He's just like in both yeah. of them. He's the same. Like he's doing the same shit. And yeah, like the what was that you said in the opening, Adam? Like the wazoo, Woosa. whatever. They just Woosa. kept yeah. Like they did that forever. It fu- <laughs> it's like it's not funny when you do it fucking twenty eight times yeah. in the movie. It's, it's like it's everything's so it. excessive. Like the, the everything is way past the point of comfort, it, especially like with the yeah. humor. Like oh, you just shot me in the ass. I didn't shoot you in the ass. You shot me in the ass. I shot you in the ass. Oh yeah, you just yeah. shot me in the ass. It just keeps my going. ass is what you shot. I shot you in the ass, and just like that's what okay. so much of the humor is like, though. And gets him a donut. Yeah, yeah, and they're in the helicopter. He's like, "Oh, I go to therapy." <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it gets funnier every single fucking time you say it. Ha ha! You said he shot me in the ass. Ha ha! It's so it's funnier every time. 
Like, shut yeah, up. Like, it would have been funny if it was just like a one, like one little gag in the movie. Mm-hmm. But they just like keep doing like the same jokes, <laughs> like over and over and over. It's like it's like the same problem with that first one with the with body switching thing. Except here, it's like even more dumb jokes that they repeat. This is like so many like just pointless fucking dumb mm-hmm. jokes. Yeah, but the the, the runtime man two and two and a half hours. Like <laughs> the first one was dragging for, <laughs> for me. Like, like a dumb action movie. It's very long. <laughs> At least there's more action though. Yeah, it is more like bombastic, but it's also it is more like sleazy. It's just more of everything. Yeah, it is just basically a remake of that first movie, but with a hundred million dollars <laughs> pumped in. Yeah, but more. It's just but more the movie. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I I think that the music was better. In this movie, for the most part, some of it was not great. Uh, some of it, uh, basically, they had, uh, I don't know if you noticed in the credits at the beginning, but they had uh, P. Diddy as a mu- music supervisor. <laughs> and um, oh, really? a lot of the tracks had a lot more rhythm to it, which I felt like fit the film. Like, it was like, oh, okay, like kind of, you know, good, like uh, old school 90s hip hop sort of, or I guess early 2000s hip hop kind of rhythm stuff. Some of it... Mm-hmm. I wish had a bit more polish. It felt like it felt like something you could find on YouTube for free that other people are supposed to freestyle over. Like somebody just like <laughs> dropped the beat and like here you can freestyle yeah. with it. Have at it. It's royalty free. Yeah, they overuse they overuse like that same track. I think it's like this track they keep reusing. I was just like, yeah, it's like too much in the movie. Oh, are you talking about the one that has like the bit of uh, guitar in it? Maybe. It's hard to remember. This is like this one they keep reusing. I'm like, yeah, it's, this felt like something P. Diddy like wrote. And they're just like, yeah, keep using it. It's great. <laughs> keep using it. Dun, dun, dun. There's a track like, that they used uh, a few times, at least twice. Um, and it's actually an instrumental to a Dr. Dre song that I immediately recognized. And I can't say the name of the song. It's called Bitch N Words <laughs> uh, right. with a Z at oh, the yeah. end. And right. it was kind of it was kind of funny <laughs> just hearing that. I was like, oh, it's Yeah, maybe it was that. Yeah. They yeah, played that one like a couple one times. Like, oh, using. interesting. It's Dr. Dre. Um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They used uh, it a few Michael times. Bay had a cameo in uh-huh. the movie. I guess they steal his car. I'm like, oh yeah, that's fun. I um it's not really like Can you explain that purpose. other cameo? There was like a football player or something? Like, oh, was that it? I don't know. Dan Marino or something. There's like a little moment dedicated oh. to him. I I had oh, to like Google right. his name because I didn't know who it was, but they make they seem to make like a big deal about this man being in the movie for some reason. Oh yeah. Was that in like that car scene with like steal the car? Yeah, I yeah. think so. And he's like, Oh, let me know how it drives. Yeah. Yeah, that's who that was. Okay, so yeah, they did. They were making a big deal about him. I, I remember that, and also um, Michael Shannon in the movie. Oh yeah, he's like a small part. as a white supremacist. Yeah, I was happy to see him. <laughs> yeah, in he's that. like he's like yeah. some he's like some redneck guy, like the yeah, Ku Klux like, Klan meeting at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what, that was kind of a funny <laughs> opening scene. Can we talk about how fucking weird that is? Yeah, that was weird. Like. It's like a Ku Klux Klan meeting at the beginning. They're like, yeah, let's start the movie with this. Exactly. Like, there's a Klan meeting. <laughs> and, like, t- and then two black guys break in and t- shoot them. Well, here's the thing. It's like you've got this team of writers where they- this is a sequel and the writers are tasked with like, okay, we've got this action movie. It's Michael Bay, but 
they're black. Where do we where do we take these characters? Yeah. And their first fucking idea for like the intro is like, oh, let's have them do the Ku Klux Klan thing. It's like because they're black, that's yeah. where they go. It's like okay, like are you, you're so creatively bankrupt. Like that's kind of weird, you know? Mm. Like <laughs> Jesus, but that's just Michael Bay all over. It's the most obvious joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. They got. The, I, I think that helped them with their excuse to be like a little violent too in the intro sure yeah it's like yeah fuck these yeah. people you could shoot them or whatever yeah. but like you can make that work i think it's just the way it's done in the film like yeah. it doesn't really work it's entirely there's like parts that it's are not, funny it's of not it. spike lee's <laughs> thing it's not even like tarantino where like the the seat in django where they yeah. like take mm-hmm. off the hoods and they're like this one doesn't fit my head or whatever like that was funny like this is like again the joke is just that it's a clan meeting or whatever and then like it's That's just like joke. dumb action breaks out. Like it could have been anything. It's like it's just an action scene. It's just like a way to start the movie. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there's so much action, just so much like shooting and like crazy shots in it. And, Will like, Smith dual wielding. <laughs> yeah, the dual wielding. Yeah. It's like it's Max Payne. And rolling on the ground and shooting both guns as he's rolling. <laughs> like upside down. <laughs> Why was dual wielding like such a thing in the early 2000s? Just everyone's dual wielding. It apparently looks cool. <laughs> Probably not accurate. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're going to threaten someone with one gun? How about two <laughs> guns? In case the first bullet doesn't hit the right spot in your brain yeah. or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, what he does in the movie, like he dual wields and like points one gun, like one direction, one gun the other direction. Yeah, like, he's gonna, once. It's like there's no way you could like hit all those targets. Like, Most of the time he's got two guns at the at one direction yeah but like even if you're holding it like that there's like no way you can like hit your targets like at the same time it's like you're way too inaccurate it's just like (laughs) there's no way you can even see what you're aiming at like at the same time Uh, but it doesn't matter it's just like a dumb like it's just so hard to take this movie seriously for me it's just it's it's like almost impossible um yeah the runtime definitely drags it down i probably would have liked it more if it was like shorter Mm. Yeah. And you could cut so much about. Yeah, you probably could. Right. One of the things that really stuck out to me about this movie was like the color grading. It's like, I don't know what the fuck they did, but they just decided like, oh, yeah, this will be like a really vivid, really oversaturated movie. And it was such a weird thing because it stood out from the first film so much. It was like, holy yeah, it shit. It was so like a different. weird music video. Like mm-hmm. again, excessive. Like is the only way to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you you pushed yeah. it a little too far, Michael. <laughs> you got to like tone a lot it of back. Filters a bit. on the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. I just can't believe how different it is from like the first it's one. It's crazy. Like, so many parts of it. Like I when I watched the first one, I was expecting like this film, like maybe mm-hmm. like a little more tame, but it was like so much. It was so much more conventional than this movie was. To me, this yeah, movie's exactly. like crazy. It's but more. Like, I remembered things about it from the first time I saw it. Yeah. Like like the, the dead bodies. And like, <laughs> the, the, the crazy like chase scenes. And yeah. I th- I do think it's impressive, like from like a technical level. Like I do like the stunt work. I think it's really cool, like how they were able to construct these scenes and like the CGI and like it is impressive, like the action. I, I've never really had an issue with his action in his movies that's like what i've I've said that consistently it's just like everything else around it it's yeah. just like the the story and like the comedy like and this is probably like one of his better movies even in terms of sometimes that. it kind of infiltrates it though 
Well, yeah, they, they cut to like the dumb one-liners during the action scenes, but it's constantly, just to, like, convey it that. never ends. It's like the chase scene is happening. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. At least it's not taking itself seriously. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's so weird because it's like you get like t- like five seconds of car chase, and then you cut back to Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, and they have like some weird commentary on it. Like they're <laughs> like I don't know. They're like they're a reaction channel or some shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, like whoa, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. and then cut back to the yeah. chase scene, and then like back and forth, back and forth. And it happens like fucking fourteen times or some shit. And it's like holy shit, it's crazy. Again, just weirdly excessive, but yeah, they're like interrupting the action scene just to have, just like, oh, remember this is a comedy also. This one's trying so much harder to be a comedy, this film. It's just mm-hmm. trying to be like everything. It's like, to me, it's Michael Bay is like a victim of like the Hollywood formula. He's just like, I need to have hot chicks and comedy and, <laughs> and these two stars in it. All right, well, I'll just throw it all in and turn it up to fucking more. 15. Like, just more, more. Yeah. It's my, just like, all right, I can't really my. blame him. Isn't this like what people want to see, right? It's like, this is like everything I wanted in a dumb action movie. It was very successful. <laughs> it was. I mean,. I get it. It's like, you know, I love the ending when the guy, like, steps on the landmine and just fucking, like, body that so explodes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, more of that. It's, yeah. That would have been awesome. The chameleon or iguana, just, like, out of nowhere, like, just at the right time, like, you're on a minefield, and then just, you get the visual of, like, okay, that just blows up right next to you, and everybody's like, okay. <laughs> what? It was so weird. Yeah, Ugh. it's crazy. Like the resources he gets to like make a movie that that's like this. People stupid. keep seeing it. Audiences enjoy it. It got an A on CinemaScore. So yeah, well, I I re- again, I respect something that's like this stupid. It's like yeah, why even why even try to you know no pretense. Like who even cares about the story? That's not why you're here, right? You just want to see dumb shit. Like here it is. That, yeah, that is an <laughs> interesting thing about his movies. Like. He doesn't really have any critical success, but he's just had that commercial success again and again. Like he people are just fine. <laughs> he knows what people want to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's like yeah. if Zack Snyder's fans weren't all bots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like real people, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You know, with Zack Snyder, he overuses the CGI, and he's, like, actually trying to tell a story. Like, that's why his movies are so freaking boring. Like, this movie, he doesn't give a fuck. It's like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Like, it's like an inverse problem. Here. Like, Zack Snyder's kind of, like, humorless and, like... Oh, yeah. Michael, and, Takes like, himself way more totally seriously. just, like, deadpan. With yeah. Michael Bay, it's almost like the, the yeah. opposite, where he needs to be, like, real back. Like, just... Zack Snyder's a lot more pretentious. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I never get like any pretense from from Michael Bay. It yeah. is very much just, yeah, this is clearly what he likes. Girls, explosions, and funny. And woosah. Yeah, attempts at funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the woosah thing gets so old. I like how the first scene was like three or four cutaway gag flashbacks in a row. It's like, this is like a fucking Seth MacFarlane oh, yeah. film or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. so weird. Yeah, that was, that was terrible. Yeah, like, I'm like, this could have been cut out. Did they explain in any of those, uh, I, I think, I think someone in my chat said that they explained, but I, I didn't really get the full picture, but the female lead from the first film, we just, we're just forgetting about her, right? Did they explain, like, like he dated her and then they broke up or something? Like, is that something they, they said? I couldn't even tell if someone was being serious. I don't even remember a line addressing I it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they did address it. I don't think it even matters. 
<laughs> There's yeah. just like absolutely disposable character. Like, yeah, she's not real. Okay, bye. <laughs> she was annoying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> bye. Yeah, exactly. She's she's reached the ripe old age of 26. She can't be in movies anymore. <laughs> not Michael Bay movies. Yeah, <laughs> old old news. Yeah. Right. This is get with that frat boy thing. Like, hit it and quit it. Move on. He, they mm-hmm. say in the third one that he broke up with the sister in this movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, that time I broke up your sister. Yeah, I was surprised they even addressed that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, I guess they had to because it was Martin Lawrence's sister. It's not just like some random yeah, chick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like actually the character's <laughs> sister. They're like, all right, so what the fuck happened to that character? Eh, not important. Yeah, exactly. But, but on that matter. note, can can you guys break down that like weird moment of conflict uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith have like over the sister character where they like <laughs> Martin Lawrence gets angry at Will Smith because he finds out that they were dating, as if like he has some say on who his sister like. It's it's like, really it's like a social yeah. thing that like people makes people uncomfortable. It's like one of those unwritten rules, like "Yo, you're my homie, don't date my sister," sort of thing. That's it. There's no like right. logical reason. It's just a social. It's because they needed thing. forced drama in the film, so it's just like oh, right in a scene where there's like drama. It doesn't even have to make sense. Like, do you remember <laughs> the whole bit? About how Martin Lawrence, like, wants to retire or something and leave the force. Like, they don't yeah. do anything with that. Like, nothing yeah, comes right. of that by the end of the film. He's just, like, he True. stays a cop at the end of it. He's just like, okay. It's just because you needed some scenes of, like, dialogue in between the fucking crazy action scenes and the dumb jokes. The scenes yeah. of him on ecstasy. Yeah, and they keep making fun of him um, going to, like, therapy and stuff like that. Like, that's an ongoing gag. He's, like, trying to be peaceful. Yeah, yeah. They're making like fun of, of like one of the core jokes. Mental health. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like, ha ha! You're trying to have some self control. Ha ha! Yeah, you're trying to improve. <laughs> trying to prove <laughs> yourself. Ha ha! Yeah, exactly. Like that's Michael Bay's humor. It's just, yeah. like making fun of everyone. <laughs> that was that was like, like you're the, all stupid. <laughs> that was the 2003 version of wokeism. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, spirituality, yeah, and new true. age, and self help and yoga. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, but to me though, I just don't think it's that bad in this movie. Like, I see, I see why some people would have an issue with it. I just don't think it's as extreme mm-hmm. as his later movies in terms of that those sure. aspects. I just, I really enjoyed the action and yeah, like the comedy and whatever. I'm, I just don't mind it. I'm like, yeah, this is dumb. Like, I don't, I don't take this seriously at all. Yeah, the runtime is definitely a problem. Like, I think that's like the biggest com- criticism I have with most movies. It's just like it, it could be shorter, and yeah, this could definitely be shorter, especially because it's like oh, yeah, so stupid. Yeah, there's yeah. tons of things you could cut out, like Joey Pants. He doesn't do anything but but run around and act like the the cliche captain. He yells at them. Yeah, but like nothing comes. He of gets it. mad because there's more bodies. <laughs> yeah, he's the reason why they have to not have as many bodies. <laughs> it's just to add to the humor, I guess. Yeah, I think those are supposed to be like comedy yeah like humor that's mm-hmm. the thing i guess if you found the jokes funny it would be awesome exactly exactly <laughs> yeah well then it'd be hot fuzz which is actually great <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah the hot fuzz has a perfect balance of both it has good action and it has good comedy yeah it's like yeah, it's short you know, as well there's yeah shorter more to the characters <laughs> yeah and they're the like story. more characters in that yeah uh, yeah. yeah and the turret just everything basically yeah 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 <laughs> And again, that self of like that set that sense of like self awareness too. Like, okay, you know, it's a dumb action movie. It's like we're we're making fun of. Here, this is this is the dumb action movie. Like, it's not even making fun of dumb action movies. It's just like, you know what this is. 
this is this trash. <laughs> it's like kind of <laughs> trash. So just like have fun with it. I'm like, all right, there's there's definitely something to appreciate here about like the stunts and whatever. Mm-hmm. It just could be shorter. Yeah, I still enjoyed parts of it. So this film was set in Miami, and <laughs> in my in my head canon for this, like. <laughs> I'm imagining that there's some massive uh, oversight or they they defunded the infrastructure for windows in Miami, in my head, because every window is super breakable. Like you just you just like push someone against the fucking the transit system window. They fall out. The guys pushing the desks through the windows like at the beginning, like yeah. over top. And they start shooting out. I'm like, why did you just shoot out the windows? Like it was so weird. I. I guess they were trying to block the cars with a desk. I'm not sure. But the fact that they just like, could you imagine pushing a desk through a window like that and the window just like shatters? <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, it'd probably be very difficult, right? Yeah. Like, you can't just do that. <laughs> it's just so fragile. But it looks cool. Right. It's just like every everything. It looks cool. Yeah. It's got the logic of like a video game. It's like, it's like Vice City. Yeah. It's like, like whatever. Yeah. Landing in water from any height is just like a save all. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't have much else to say. About Me neither. It. I don't know if you do. Okay. No. I enjoyed Martin Lawrence on Ecstasy. Um, <laughs> I like the action. Yeah, I, I, you know, I could definitely appreciate great stunts and action. The rest of it, whatever. I don't think it's as unwatchable as the Transformers movies. I just think it's much more watchable <laughs> than something like that. I was really impressed by the action in this film. Some of the best, like, car chase scenes I've probably seen, like, ever, honestly. Especially that, like, spinning around, shoot out, the scene at the end when they blow up the house and, like, go through the shanty town, the car chase at the beginning. I'm like, those are really cool scenes. Like, I really enjoyed that. The, uh, you know, the shit just got real shot. You know, that was cool. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'd probably give it, like, a 6 out of 10. It's like... I don't even believe in the term like guilty pleasure. I just like, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I enjoyed parts of it. It's just like, it could have been so much shorter. I probably would have liked it more. I might have even bumped it up to a seven if it was just much shorter than it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's a solid six out of 10. It's definitely the best one, I think, out of this trilogy. It's just for me. Yeah, I think within that two and a half hours, you could trim it down in something I, I might enjoy. Something a bit more consistent, less like bloated, like just less excess. Because just every single element is just access to the max. And th- that's the thing that just holds me back. It's like, am I really going to want to sit through this again? Like that two and a half hours of that kind of mindless excess, the sleazy excess? I, I don't yeah. know. Because I, I do I do like that, that like small confined, the, the, the Haitian scene or whatever, where it's just spinning around like crazy, going through the holes in the wall. Just wish there was more of that, um, more of the confined stuff. It's just all over the place to me. I, I'd always been like curious about this one in particular because it does have like the reputation and being in hot fuzz and reference and whatnot. And I'd only seen like little snippets here and there of it, but as like a whole package, it's just it's just so Michael Bay. And it, that's I guess that's like just like Marmite to you. And it's kind of like I don't know, just kind of disgusting in ways to me. Um, <laughs> but as far as the rating's concerned. Just give it like a two star, the same as the first movie, four out of ten. Like, yeah, it's definitely the best of the series and has the best moments, but yeah, it does have the worst as well. I probably won't be watching it again. Yeah. 
It uh, it was excess to the excess. It it was uh, <laughs> it, it, somehow more enjoyable, but also more boring <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> uh, more memorable, but more forgettable. Uh, <laughs> it was too long. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I mean, there's more from this film that I like that I, I can even pick out in my memory. Uh, but holy shit, there was a lot of just like, it, it was also kind of bad. It was also pretty, pretty uh, stupid and uh, not great. I would give this a four out of 10. I would also like to just point out the ending was terrible. The ending was like super abrupt. They like completely shat it out, which is weird because <laughs> you have like two and a half hours, you know, already. Again, the same joke, the the pool, like crash, the pool, like breaking or whatever. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. Like even, even like just before that, where it's just like, it fades out on like them kissing and it was like, oh, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it was like, so weird. Yeah. It's just not interested in yeah. <laughs> anything like that. It just wants to wrap up once the action's the over. The pool joke was so funny. They're doing it again. Yeah, exactly. It was like when that first happened, I'm like, holy shit. This is just how out of touch Hollywood people are. Like, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> even, even if you're like, <laughs> yeah. even if you're rich, like, I don't know. I feel like people would have more of a reaction to like the pool being broken like oh my god i'm gonna have to buy a new one like that's a huge financial burden like i don't know it was just weird how they were like oh well that was dumb yeah like the slapstick stuff yeah just really yeah they're they're like cops like how are they able to afford like all this shit like well yeah it's fucking he gets his car destroyed it's like yeah they're like it's so gonna, he has like a four grand pool and stuff yeah, yeah. It's like, it's going to cost $25,000 to redo your car. That should be like his whole like year salary, basically. <laughs> we're like, we're like, yeah, Mark Lawrence with the pulley. Like, yeah, it's $3,500 to get it installed. They're like, yeah, that, that would be bad. That would be like, you know, he'd have to take out like a debt or something. But like, whatever. Yeah. He's just not supposed to think about it. <laughs> it's, it's like impossible to take it seriously. It's supposed to point and laugh. Yeah. Main, main characters in big budget movies often have like infinite money and just like ridiculous homes <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a video game right everybody lives in a mansion like this is how normal people live right this is like the average person <laughs> yeah, it's always so funny yeah yeah oh well, whatever I, I definitely understand what you're saying mm-hmm. I, I still enjoyed it <laughs> okay uh, let me just get right into the, yes. the third one okay um so Bad Boys for Life came out 2019, right? 2020, yeah. right? For life. came out 2020. Yeah, yeah. And it's starring, you know, Martin Lawrence, same same people. To so this one's credit, I think it has a little bit more of a story. There's like this whole uh like kind of cartel leader who escapes from prison and she has this vendetta against Will Smith because of like some personal background uh stuff going on and Aside from that, yeah, it's kind of the same shit, you know, the, the two <laughs> cop characters and, you know, they're, they're going through some stuff and they got to uncover some kind of crime and, yeah, I, I don't know about this one. It's, um... I thought this was a huge drop-off. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought so as well. Well, just to, like, start with, like, the fact that these are action movies, uh, the second one gets to the action, like, pretty quickly. It takes, like, about not even, like, 20 minutes to get into that mm. cool, like, car chase. And even the film, like, Heat, which we talked about, like, it, it's, like, right at the start, there's, like, an action scene with, like, a heist. I'm like, oh, that's cool. This movie takes, like, a good, like, 
40 minutes, I think, to like get into some action. And it's very brief and like, there's not a lot of action. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. It's like a lot of like dialogue and like actually trying to develop these characters, which is like, I feel a huge mistake because there are cliches. They're walking cliches. Their writing's terrible. Yeah. Like you, they don't it, have it the talent to develop <laughs> these characters, but they're going to try anyway. <laughs> it's so awful. Yeah. By the way, this is from the, uh, the Batgirl directors. The canceled yeah, Batgirl yeah. movie. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Which makes me want to see it more. It's so forbidden. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Adil El Arabi. Yeah. It, it just reminded me of like the, um, you know, just Hollywood just won't let certain IPs just die or just stay where they belong. You know, like just leave the Matrix alone. Leave Independence Day alone. Leave Jurassic Park alone. It's a textbook legacy sequel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like 17 years later, let's try Bad Boys again, but make it like, oh, yeah. they're kind of old now. He's retired and he can make the kind of old jokes because yeah. the audience and fan base will be like kind of in line with them. Oh, my back. Yeah. No, it's just... <laughs> so, by the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those directors, they didn't really bring much style to, like, this movie. At least Michael Bay brought, like, a style. It was weird. Yeah, it looked very bland. Well, because it was, like, it at parts where it was almost like, okay, are you trying to, like, emulate what was in the previous films? Because you're not doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was, like, massively turned down. Near the beginning of the film, there's this really, really weird editing choice. So, they get out of the car, the camera sort of, uh, like, pans around... And Martin Lawrence opens his door and it's the fire hydrant or whatever, right? But you get that nice, like, sh sweeping pan of the, I don't remember what model of car, but, you know, it moves from Will Smith's side all the way to Martin Lawrence's side. And by the time it gets to Martin Lawrence's side, the, you know, he hits the, the fire uh, hydrant. And then it just cuts to Will Smith and then it cuts back to the shot still continuing. Like you had, like you had the full shot. Like, that you could have just used seamlessly, but instead you cut, like, to Will Smith, and all he was saying was, like, way! And that's it. It's like, well, you could have just had that in the show. It was so abrupt and so weird. It was so... <laughs> yeah. It's, like, incompetent. Yeah, it, it was a non... <laughs> right. Such a nonsense choice that was just, like, wow. Like, you had... Yeah. The shot's there. You didn't have to do... You could ADR him, even if he didn't say it in the take. You, he was out of frame, you know? Like Yeah, they try to replicate, like, the, the shot from Bad Boys 2 when they say shit's got real, except, like, yeah, they yeah. don't oh, yeah. <laughs> capture any of what yeah. made that shot, like, work. Like, it doesn't look as good. There's not as much stuff in the background. And, like, even, like, dramatically where it is in the story, like, what worked about that shot is it's, like, at the end of the movie. It's like, okay, shit is getting real. Like, you know, they're about to do the final mm -hmm. act or whatever. It's like, it's just, like, like plopped in yeah it was a reaction to something dramatic yeah i don't even remember what it was reacting to in this one sure sure like yeah, yeah like the sister got kidnapped mm -hmm. right it's just like a random thing that happened like yeah it's like totally forgettable yeah it just yeah. felt like a reference a member type thing they brought back reggie yeah member berries like you said reggie's back oh the boyfriend yeah yeah the, right <laughs> dj <laughs> khaled yeah, another one. Oh yeah well the dj khaled scene was terrible <laughs> that was he was only in it for like a minute he's not an actor <laughs> no he, he was really bad in that scene yeah i thought maybe he had like a song or something on the soundtrack and that's why he was in the credits but no he's just straight up like a character in the movie <laughs> yeah he owns like a deli or like a pork store it's like what oh yeah the funniest fucking thing in the world is when he says he's a hard-working man <laughs> like i like i'm just a regular guy I'm like dude you were like the face of of like privilege and nepotism like you you look like you were born with like <laughs> yeah. 
make so much money that you're so detached you don't even understand like what milk costs like <laughs> another one you definitely you, you definitely you definitely got in the industry because of your talent like okay <laughs> well you were talking about like how incompetent certain parts of this movie is there's oh, yeah. that scene the, that part where he touches will smith's sleeve i guess will smith is angry at him because he got like pig fat on his sleeve but like it's not even clear like what he was angry about what are you doing with this character that feels so out of place for him what was even the joke there like i was it took me a second to even understand what was happening in that scene they were trying to do like a pulp fiction type thing you know it was like oh i'm being intimidating now it just <laughs> like it's a much better movie <laughs> yeah describe what marcellus wallace looks like they were trying to go for like oh I'm trying. I'm pissing off the guy with a gun. I'm sorry. It was so like poorly done. Like, it was like, but that's not the character. Yeah, that's not the character I remember at least. Like, it didn't right. seem consistent <laughs> with the other films. Say say whatever you want about like Bad Boys One and Two. You don't have to like them or think they're funny, but at least like the jokes make sense. Like the scenes in this movie, yeah. like like the scene where in the video of the store, like that was really lame. But at least it like made sense what the joke was supposed to be. Here, this is like it's not even clear half the time like what they're trying to go for, like in the comedy or how it's shot. Yeah. It was so weird. Yeah. So near the beginning of the film, uh, there's another character that kind of looks like DJ Khaled that's not. Um, and he becomes like he's the sidekick of the sniper guy or whatever, kind of. And it's weird. So like the, the whole knife uh, scene happens where he's like, ah, kills the guy. And then there's just a bunch of uh, random characters just like staring in awe like, oh, wow, I'm going to stand still because this guy just killed everybody. But the lighting and the framing, there was so much visual attention on this one character that even though he hadn't said anything yet it was essentially spoiling like who was going to say something like out of all these random <laughs> characters it's like a group of like i don't know five six eight people or something but then there's just the way he's staged and the way he's it, it was so weird just like yeah. he had extra lights on him and shit it was just like what the fuck like you're telling me visually that he's gonna say something and then he does it was just like it's such a bizarre choice. The movie looks terrible. Oh, yeah. It looks terrible. They keep putting freaking filters on the camera. Yeah, it's, it's like, like so many filters. Yeah, there's so many orange filters. It's like, oh, my God. It looks awful. It has a weird look to it. It looks terrible. This yeah, like really synthetic. Bad green screen, really blandly shot. There's points with, like, really bad muzzle flashes that look worse than, like, something you'd see in a YouTube video. It was, like, mm -hmm. really noticeable, <laughs> yeah. especially at the end. I'm like, yeah, I could find that fucking plug-in, like, on my laptop. <laughs> Yeah, top. like I have that. Like it's it's like so cheap. I'm like this is like a big budget movie. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, so, especially some of that green screen stuff. Like whenever they're in like the interior of a car, it's like really noticeable. Oh yeah, or, it never um, felt like they were driving. Ever, yeah, yeah. never. <laughs> which which was just not an issue really in those first two movies. Yeah, so, like that, that action Michael scene Bay. on the bike with the like sidecar that looked like that sucked awful. Yeah. Yeah, that looked really, really amateur. Anytime you actually yeah. got shots of the motorbikes, like them or the stunt men or whatever, stunt people, they were driving so fucking slow. Like any individual <laughs> shot, it's like, holy shit, you're, you're going like two miles an hour. Like, how is it? How is yeah. it? What? Like, at least with Michael Bay... <laughs> He made it, he provided the illusion. Right, Michael Bay was there. He'd be going, go faster. 
Yeah, he provided the illusion that, uh, you know, either they were driving fast or he was competent enough to make it seem like they were driving faster than they are. These directors weren't able to do either. Like, it's just, if you're going to have them drive slow for safety reasons or something, at least make it seem like in the context of the film and the characters that things are happening fast. That's kind of important, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. for sure. I just figured it's because like Martin Lawrence is kind of getting older by this point. Like, <laughs> so they've just got to like hide on like green screens basically whenever they're doing maybe. any major action scene. But but even yeah, but even like the real stunt people were. It didn't seem like they were going fast at all. Like, <laughs> ignore the shots yeah, of yeah. Martin Lawrence. It's like no, nothing was happening action wise. It was like. You're just going for a stroll. Like, this is supposed to be a chase scene. You'd think you'd want to be going fast if you're trying to get away from the other character or chase the other character. Like, why aren't you just going faster? Like, what the fuck? It was so weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. Watch that scene again. It's crazy how slow they're going. Like, legit. It's embarrassing. It's like one of the most incompetent chase sequences I've ever seen. (laughs) I feel bad I bought this on, like, 4K. It's, like, such a waste of money. I expected much better than this. I knew it was going to be, like, kind of bland. But, yeah, this is, like, really dull um i think martin lawrence was trying i don't think he was good that's that's not what i'm saying i think he was trying it seems like he ran out of energy he lost his fucking mojo like yeah he's getting up there he he was trying his best he seemed like he wasn't getting a proper night's sleep every night or some shit like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i think he was doing his best with like the material i mean he has nothing to work with here like, the story is such, like, shit. Like, the script is terrible. The dialogue is terrible. Yeah. I really had a problem with Will Smith much more than I did Martin Lawrence. <laughs> I thought Will Smith was, like, kind of bad in this movie. I felt he was, like, sleepwalking through it at points with, like, his line delivery. Like, at times. Like, when he says, like, just because I fucked your mother doesn't mean I'm your grandpa. Like, the way he delivered that line was, like, really <laughs> bad. I'm like, this, he's, like, really bad in this movie. He's, like, he looks bored. He's, like, not even, like, in the Bad Boys too. he's, like, he's yelling and, like, you could tell he's, like, going through crazy shit or at least he's, like, pretending to. Yeah, he had, like, energy. Yeah, and this one, he's just, like, if you try to run, I'm gonna fucking kill you. He isn't yelling. He isn't, like, he doesn't sound like he wants to be there, honestly. Like, I just had such an issue with him. And it felt like they kept, like, writing around him, like, all these other subplots going on. It's just, like, Will Smith didn't even want to be in it. Like, that's just how I felt. It's, like, he wasn't even really trying or at least not trying as hard as I think he should have. Like, and, and I thought Martin Lawrence was like a, at least like a little bit better. That, that's how I felt. Do you disagree, Adam? Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, they were both really bad, but I think partially why <laughs> Martin Lawrence stood out to me as particularly bad is probably because he was just so much better in the first two. Whereas, like, where did what happened to mm. my boy? Like, who hurt him? You know? <laughs> so that, that was <laughs> sure, where most maybe. of my attention was. Um, Maybe. I still thought he was better than Will Smith, though. Will Smith just kind of seemed like out of it. He seemed like, like Gemini. He, thought man. he, was like above he seemed it. like he was just the same he character. He definitely seemed like Gemini. It's man. just like that serious. That the plot was also you know, like Gemini. That, man. that serious Will Smith. <laughs> I hate yeah, Will Smith true. when he's yeah, trying to take himself like too seriously. It's like he's better when he's like trying to be funny or like have. He has like that charisma that's just kind of missing in this movie. He doesn't really have that here. He could have, but I don't think he did. It's mm-hmm. just like. Yeah, it's like too, he was too like bland in it. He was too boring, I felt. Yeah, I just thought he was like his line delivery at times was really bad. Like yeah. I noticed it, how bad it was. It's it's also like some of the worst writing <laughs> I've seen in a major film of like the entire decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like hilarious. It was awesome. The jokes are so lame. It's so 
amateur like it, even ignore the dialogue for a second like the way that we get the initial incident essentially of like will smith getting shot is they decide to have a foot race out of nowhere they're like hey why don't we race we'll see who's faster and their police <laughs> chief is like gonna time it and it's like is are they like what kind of it would <laughs> yeah what are they in high school <laughs> all you would have to do to fix it if you if you really wanted that to happen in the film you could make you could find ways to make it have it happen you could have them drunk out of their mind and then it's like okay now it makes sense that they're doing this stupid thing for no reason but that wasn't implied right it wasn't implied that they were shit faced they were just like oh yeah let's have a foot race like i don't know if maybe that was the intention in, originally in the writing and then the directors forgot to communicate that or maybe there's like a deleted scene or something they weren't acting drunk it's it's just they decided to have a foot race and then <laughs> will smith just gets shot he's like turn it around <laughs> doing the fucking stupidest lanky run and then just falls yeah. over and that was like one of the funniest parts of the whole movie i was like yeah when he gets shot, i had yeah. more genuine laughs in this film than any, any of the other ones for sure it was so funny yeah, yeah no it's it's the it's the funniest ironically like what was cracking me up was the whole yeah. like give me your 4k blu-ray i'll take the it. reveal towards the end <laughs> that you know the reveal where they're like oh, oh yeah it, it turns out that all along will smith like 20 years ago was like an undercover yeah. agent somewhere <laughs> and he had this whole relationship <laughs> with the villain and had his they actually do the secret unknown son yeah plot like why <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah the way they reveal it is so incompetent like will smith seems upset i had no idea why and then he's just like oh it's my son I'm like it's just like he blurts it out I'm like what well like, what the fuck typically in movies where you have like okay you have this like crazy character who's like going around and killing everybody he's too powerful and then it turns out oh it's my son usually in those types of films the reason why they do that is because the main character has has some sort of like superhero trait where it's like, oh, it can only be my son because genetically, like, there's just so good at everything. Like, Will Smith's just a cop. Like, he's just he's just a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. He's just a cop who was tell. driving fine. Like, Not what, he, was he the best sniper in the world? And then it passed down to him through his genes. But they try to play it off that way where it's like, he's so brutal. That's why it's he's your son because he never gives up and he's just such a great killer and stuff. It's like, what? Yeah. Who are you? But if you like, remember, his son, he's a bad guy, but he doesn't kill innocent people. It's like the yeah. part he's about to kill Will Smith. But he's like, no, this is an innocent person he's, in front he's of him. He's so good at it, though. <laughs> yeah. It's, he's holding a cross. He's like, uh, oh, so like dumb writing. Like, oh, he's yeah. the bad guy. Just make him like kill people. Yeah. He's the bad guy. <laughs> like, what's the point? Like, trying to develop these guys. It's so corny. Yeah, he still like assassinates like seven people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so, they were like rich people so it's okay it's like okay it's whatever. so weird and unnecessary like i was not there, no way i could have predicted like they would do a like it's my son and i did a lot of things off screen before the other movies like <laughs> what yeah I, I didn't expect that at all yeah that was like a surprising reveal that was really funny it's such an unnecessary <laughs> thing to have in a bad boys film like you're adding layers to it yeah that just, who gives a shit Right, they're trying to have a story here. It doesn't work. They're pretending they're that they're characters. characters. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it was falling into the whole like the Fast and Furious problem, you know, where it's like, okay, we've kind of spent everything that this initial story has to offer. So, oh, 
yeah, now let's just go to this random period of time that wasn't on screen and there was this whole secret backstory. And basically everyone just becomes superheroes and it just turns mm-hmm. into this, like, it just gets dumber and dumber and more and more stretched. And it's like clearly their motivation based on that, like, Marvel stinger at the end is that they were kind of like wanted it to half be a getting rid of Martin Lawrence, like, passing the torch type affair. Like, you, you teased earlier that there's like a sequel in the works or whatever. And clearly that's what the the studio wants to happen is like, yeah. uh, let's kind of yeah. turn this into a big franchise, like the Will Smith yeah. kind of Fast and Furious type action spectacle yeah. movie. There's the little Marvel teaser and the post credits, right? With like the mm-hmm. sun, like we got some work for you or whatever. Like, yeah, they're trying to like set up some yeah, sequel. Yeah, you can get, your, get some years down. That oh. fucking ensemble of annoying ass... <laughs> Like young characters yeah. that did not look like cops or any whatever they were supposed to be. Oh, Vanessa Hudgens, and fucking Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, yeah. high school musical girls. Uh, yeah. None of them could <laughs> yeah. act. They were yeah. so annoying. Holy shit! Like the gang's all here. Like this is your cast. You're presenting them as like a big group of characters that you're supposed to like attach to. Like you're supposed to like over the course of the movie or some shit. Like oh, I'm glad to see them again. Yeah, like Blade Three or something. Oh, the gang's yeah. here. Yeah. Gang's going into a fight. Oh, like who the fuck? It was so annoying. I hated those characters. Uh-huh. No, it's what it's what they all do because like they tried to do that in like Indiana Jones exactly. Four or the Independence Day yeah. Resurgence. Where it's like, yeah, the, let's try and pass this on to the new blood blood to keep the franchise going because that's that's what matters. Yeah. It's just keeping it alive. Keep the zombie walking forward. Jackass Four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least that in that movie it makes sense. I'm like, well. <laughs> Someone's got to do this. Dead yeah, that was actually funny, too. Yeah, that's not like a narrative you're yeah. supposed to take seriously like this. I was just going to mention the Joey Pants character. He was yeah. basically designed to be in like one scene in the first movie. That was like all his that's character funny. was meant to serve a purpose as. And and here he's like, it's just like they keep giving him these scenes. It's like he's not an interesting character. He's not, you know, to, they try to develop him. They give him a death scene. It's, it's so <laughs> yeah. pointless. Yeah. It's like, was I actually supposed to care about this character? Like, come on. Like, it's so silly. I, I would like to point out the near the beginning of the film, the worst fucking fake out maybe of all time. Where, that was funny. Where yeah. It's like, oh, the you wedding. think that, yeah, wedding, six yeah. months later after Will Smith. You think it's a coma. funeral. And yeah, every, like, <laughs> everyone's crying, close shots of their face. And then, like, the pastor's like, we're gathered here today to have a wedding. And it's, uh, like, all of a sudden, <laughs> just, like, super happy. Like, yeah. Will Smith comes up in the Fuck, wheelchair. That was yeah, so it's, annoying. Like, describing it, describing it doesn't even do it justice. It's so like, bad. It's, it was so stupid. I was so bad at that. It's so stupid. Yeah. Maybe it was supposed to be funny. I can't even tell. And then it's like, then you have the Joey Pants funeral. Joey Pants's character oh, gets yeah. a real funeral. I'm like, what is this going to be a wedding? <laughs> like, he can still do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. That makes it even worse. The yeah. fact that they actually have a funeral later on, yeah, that, like makes it even more ridiculous. The fake out. It yeah, it takes away from like the seriousness or the potential seriousness right potential because it's just like again these all all these characters are fucking cliches there's no reason to care about any of them it's just like trying to develop (laughs) them is so pointless yeah it's so pointless and in like an action movie like this like does anyone care about this story imagine how awesome though that would have been if they did just like kill will smith off in like 40 minutes in yeah it's just martin lawrence like by himself for the rest of the movie (laughs) yeah with with all those annoying kids (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
That's what I thought they were going to do because Will Smith seems so not interested in this movie. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Jesus. Well, so before this movie was like even made, they had like a fourth one plan, basically. Um, let's see. Oh. What, what what was the timeline of events? All right. So this is, this is going to be a mouthful, but this is kind of funny. All right. So Michael Bay, the director of the first two Bad Boys films, stated in June t- 2008 that he might direct Bad Boys 3, but the uh, greatest obstacle would be the cost, considering Will Smith had, and himself had demanded some of the highest salaries in the industry, by August 2009, Columbia Pictures had hired Peter Craig to write a script for the sequel. So th- this is like 2008 and 2009 we're talking about right now. February 2011, Martin Lawrence stated that the film was in development. Following several days, Jerry Bruckheimer announced in June 2014 that stre- screenwriter David Guggenheim was working on the storyline for the sequel. Two months later, Lawrence said that a script had been written and roles had been cast in 2014. The following year, in 2015, it was reported that uh, director Joe Car- Carnahan was in early talks to write and possibly direct the film. Sony Pictures Entertainment announced a short time later in August 2015 that there were plans for two sequels with Bad Boys 3 scheduled for l- release in February 2017, followed by Jeez. Bad Boys 4 in July 3rd, 2019. In early 2016, Bad Boys 3 was pushed to June 2017 with no update on the release of Bad Boys 4. Producers had planned to begin production in early 2017. Another delay had surfaced in August 2016 to avoid competition with the upcoming DC Comics film, Wonder Woman. The studio pushed the film's release to January 12th, 2018. It was also revealed that the film would be titled Bad Boys for Life. In October 2016, interview on Jimmy... uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Lawrence said that filming might begin in March 2017. In December 2016, an updated release for Bad Boys 4 was set for May 24, 2019. Sony announced in February 2017 that the film's release would be delayed for a third time in November 2018. The following month, Carnahan left the movie due to scheduling conflicts. In August 2017, Sony removed the third film from their schedule release, and later in the month, Lawrence said the film would not happen. Planning resumed in February 2018 as Belgian directors Adil and Bilafala, what I, I can't say their names, were yeah, signed yeah. in place of Carnahan, and Smith and Lawrence were confirmed to reprise. Geek Worldwide reported that the third installment in the Bad Boys franchise would film November 2018 to March 2019 in Miami and Atlanta, with a release date scheduled for January 17th, 2020. And it came out in 2020. And since yeah. this movie, and since the slap, both Martin Lawrence and uh, uh, one of the Sony heads have confirmed, like, oh, yeah, Bad Boys 4 is still happening, despite the slap and everything. Yeah, don't worry. They, they basically, mm, okay. yeah, despite rumors, we're still doing Bad Boys 4, even though the slap happened. <laughs> so, yeah, like, production hell, it seems. Like, just, they couldn't get the mm-hmm. ball rolling. Like, they were trying to get it made in 2008. Like, holy shit. Yeah. That's a bad sign, right? Yeah, for like any movie, like any movie with development problems, usually not a good sign for like how it's going to turn out. I wanted to mention too, I don't know if you remember, this is like, this is the highest grossing movie of the oh, year yeah. came out, 2020. That's <laughs> well, because, yeah. you know, the is pandemic, really? I yeah. bet that, yeah, I bet the pandemic influenced it, but domestically, it's the highest grossing movie of, of that year. And it's like the third highest grossing worldwide. Yeah, 426 million, apparently. It was still profitable. Worldwide? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even like worldwide, it's like the third highest grossing. It's a lot of money. It, it did really well. It was a huge success. Yeah, which is like I, it's a rated R like action movie. Like I'm th- I think that is kind of interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's not good. I just thought that was yeah. like maybe it was COVID or whatever. Well, I'm sure it wouldn't have been the same if like there wasn't like a quarantine because I think it came out like kind of before. 
like the world fell apart or whatever. <laughs> well, January 2020, I think the quarantine thing started happening in March. So it had a couple months like uninterrupted. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely yeah. before that. Yeah, I'm sure okay, it would have yeah, been yeah. very different if not for the quarantine. But it, it is technically the highest grossing yeah. of that year. No other movies got released. Everything else just pushed their mm-hmm. <laughs> release date further. Yeah. The last movie I saw was like The Invisible Man and that was like February. So yeah, I think I think you're right. It's like more March, April. That's when quarantine started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. That like this is like the highest grossing movie of that year for basically. US. The highest grossing yeah. American movie. Yeah, yeah, highest grossing US. Fuck you, Tenet. Uh, there's like two other two other Chinese <laughs> movies that like did better. Yeah, Tenet. <laughs> Tenet did fine, but yeah. like worldwide it did fine, I mean. Gosh, so there almost certainly will be a sequel then. Yeah, Man. probably. I mean, it was so successful. That's what they're saying. They've confirmed it Gosh. after the slap. What's so crazy to me is that they knew while they were making Bad Boys 3 and while they were releasing Bad Boys 3, they were like they knew that they were going to make a fourth one. But they didn't call it Bad Boys 3. They called it Bad Boys for Life. But that seems like such a better title for the fourth one. Bad Boys right? for Life. That's what I, right? Bad Boys for Life. True. That would have been great. What are they going to call it? What are they going to call the fourth one now? Yeah, well, they're, they're trapped now. Three makes sense. Bad Boys 3. It's a trilogy. Why do you have to tr- keep the number three? You're, you should be embarrassed of number four. That's how these things work. Be proud of number three. They'll probably just do like Bad Boys Forever. Oh, God. And then make it a four. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Forever. Oh, fuck. Speaking of like awful cheese, I lost my, my shit. When they, when they were in the airplane and they said, we fly together, we die together, I like absolutely lost yeah. it. I was like, oh my God, you're really saying that. <laughs> we fly together. Oh, because we're in an airplane right now. Holy shit. I can't believe that. Yeah. Or like they say, we, we die together or whatever. He's like, well, you died. When Martin yeah. says that. Like, it's such bad dialogue. All the dialogue is terrible. Oh, yeah. You did die. We revived yeah. you. Like, I... I meant we die together like you're on your third or fourth life, bro. So it doesn't count. <laughs> okay. And yeah. they just, Martin Lawrence's character is like religious all of a sudden in, the, in this movie. It's like, it never implied he wasn't in the first two, but it wasn't really a part of his character to such a degree where he's deciding like, I can't be violent. I promised God I wouldn't. Like, what? That's such a crazy thing to add to your yeah. to, to your third movie all of a sudden. Was that supposed to be a joke? Like, I don't it was like a part. Yeah, it was a part understand. of like the character conflict. Yeah, he was acting like it was a huge reveal. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. He did act like it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I promised. I promised God that I wouldn't do violence if you survived. And then Will Smith has to convince him to like shoot the people that are trying to kill both of them. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. God gave you this gun. Like, would you, would you have just let it happen? Like, if Will Smith didn't convince you, you'd just be like, "Well, I got shot." But <laughs> it's impossible to take this seriously. It's just it's like crazy. I do not care about any of these characters. I, the, the dialogue scenes are just terrible. So much of this movie is dialogue, no action. Yeah. And the action sucks. Yeah. It's just like really yeah. makes me miss <laughs> those first two. Like the craft of like certain scenes. They're not great. Yeah. I definitely like them more than this. Well, the first films, <laughs> like there's more practical shit going on. And like I said yeah, earlier, sure. like it feels like they're driving fast. It feels like they're going through the things and the, you know, explosions and things are happening. In this film, they fucking CG'd the windows exploding at the end. Like, the windows, Mm -hmm. they couldn't even just, like, have a, you know, (laughs) the windows explode. The CG fire, the fucking muzzle flashes look so bad. bad. Yeah. 
The muzzle flashes were atrocious. I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. I hate that yeah. CG fire. And the helicopter <laughs> like <laughs> crashing through the building like it's supposed to be like, oh, so epic. But it's like, you don't believe that any of this is happening for like a second. You know? Yeah. It, none mm-hmm. of it is like convincing. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. understand how I'm supposed to be exhilarated or impressed. Yeah, I gotta say, um, this this franchise has a real villain problem. Like, we, we've like barely even mentioned anything about any of the villains in any yeah. of these movies. <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> it's what yeah. it's the it's the it's the, vil- the the villains are the critics. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I guess the Cuban guy from the second one's probably the most memorable one, just because he's like kind of excessive as we we're saying the second movie is and he's like cutting apart the like russians and stuff and it's yeah really it's a good death at the top um but like a witch yeah who is it in this this movie it's the the, the, the witch woman <laughs> who we had like a relationship a with <laughs> like, and they for have this real. Like, really complicated assassination <laughs> <laughs> subplot yeah it's really strange because you would think you'd want to hire some someone with charisma to match the two leads so at least you have some kind of like dynamic to exploit yeah. As opposed to mm, right. whatever they're doing. Felt like she could have right. been a villain in Tom Cruise's The Mummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, different movie. Yeah, it's just like, you could have thrown in anybody, right? Yeah, like, you're right. The villains are usually, like, the best parts of certain action movies. Like, yeah, Hans like Gruber, Die, Hard, Die Hard, or whatever. Hard, yeah, James yeah. Bond movies. Like, you know, Rami Malek, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen, right. Like, you need, like, yeah, if they got, like, an actor of that caliber, that would have added a lot to the movie. Like a foil of some kind. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, I guess I do appreciate this movie's like a little less like with like a little less with the sexist humor, like the the ass shots or whatever. Like they try to have like de- they try to have developed like female characters who like aren't just like sex objects. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it ends up it ends up being very bland at at the end of the day. Like I do appreciate the attempt, but yeah, they're just not interesting. Like none of the female characters in this movie are interesting. They're just they're like every other character. They just suck. Like yeah. every character sucks. It's just, there's no point even developing anything. Yeah, they're just you know the Michael Bay movies were just a bunch of action movie cliches, and so were the characters. And it's like there's no point even trying to develop it past that. Yeah, and Michael Bay has a cameo in the in the, ma- the wedding scene. Yeah, but that was fun. So I'm I'm glad we all seem to uh, agree that the third one is particularly bad because I'm gonna blow your mind. The IMDb ratings for the Bad Boys film: the first one is six point eight, the second one is six point six, and the third one is six point five. So like, it seems like most people they all thought that they were about the same, <laughs> but I like <laughs> this film just it feels so embarrassing like. If you like the act, I don't understand how someone could watch the the action scenes in this film and treat them on the same level or caliber as as the others. Like, it's just yeah, none of it feels convincing in any way. Like they're not even driving fast; they're driving slow. It's so embarrassing. I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. It's like a huge drop off for me, like more than point one <laughs> from the second film, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, recency bias, and you know the fact True. that it's so much money. A lot of people saw it. Yeah, th- I I do think those first two were much better. Like, yeah, they're yeah. not comparable. Even just talking about it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah th- this one just feels like pathetic. They made me miss Michael Bay. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, those aren't great movies by any means, but they're 
yeah, I do appreciate the stunts and the action. I, like I said, I do think those practical stunts that look really dangerous go a long way yeah. in like selling that kind of movie. Um, and yeah, here it's mostly CG shit. It looks terrible and it's very blandly shot. Yeah, it's way too bland. Yeah. The writing's terrible. Yeah, it did just feel like Gemini Man combined with Fast and Furious, basically. <laughs> a little bit of nostalgia for bad boys. Yeah. Just the kind of worst shit you can imagine, basically. Yeah. I'd rather watch Gemini Man. At least that was Ang Lee directing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. It's weird to, to feel that way. I'd rather watch Gemini Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Yes, I mean, yeah, sometimes it takes like a huge piece of shit to make you appreciate other things a bit more like exactly, you know, it, it really puts I'm glad I watched this film because it really puts into perspective like, yeah, say what you will about Michael Bay. His movies aren't great. They're not like high art or anything, but he was at yeah. least competent at at filming action scenes like he could he knew yeah. how to make it feel like action was happening like and <laughs> that's the bare minimum, you know? You couldn't even do that in this film. Yeah, he has like a style that you could like recognize. Yeah, yeah. you can yeah. normally tell when he's directing. That's not yeah. me defending Transformers. Those movies are terrible. Yes. But like, yeah, this is like, you know, this is way too bland. Yeah. yeah this is much worse than those other two So bad many boys. fucking weird choices. Yeah. Like when the, when the woman's like shooting and the camera goes like sideways... I'm like, wow, that oh, thought yeah. it was so cool, but it, 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 it didn't work. It's too quick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some weird zooms. Yeah, Really odd. There's intent in how things are filmed, but it's so uncoordinated. What, what's the word? Like, it's poorly planned out. It doesn't have, like, a proper purpose for it. There was one part, um, like, when the body gets dropped on the car, and then Martin Lawrence is, I guess, like, just going to talk to God about some stuff while Will Smith is getting shot and, like, <laughs> like, not helping him. But we get this weird shot from, like, the top of the building, and it's the quickest crank zoom. And it just cuts to Martin Lawrence yeah. during the crank zoom, and all that's happening is he says the word shit. Like, nothing's happening in the shot, but we get a crank zoom for it. Yeah. And then the rest of the action continues. I'm like, what the? It was so <laughs> out of nowhere. Like, why do we... One crank zoom in the film, and it's just that, and it's Martin Lawrence saying shit, and then the movie just keeps going on, as if that never happened. Mm. Like, what the fuck? It was so yeah. and it didn't even. It wasn't like a punchline shit yeah. either, really. It was, it was just, just like, yeah, it was just like thrown in there. No reason why that was there. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, really bad. It was really a Gemini, man. Um, I guess we could get into ratings. What else is there to say? What else is there even to say about it? It's like, it's much worse than I thought it would be. I was expecting, like, maybe in the middle of the road. Yeah. But yeah, it's even worse than, like, that first one to me. Like, it's just, it's the worst one of the three. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's that, it's that legacy sequel problem mixed with, like, the trilogy problem where, like, the third one just, like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, what do we do? It's 17 yeah. years later. This is just a terrible idea yeah. from concept. And it's just, like, tired. This is the Shrek 3. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, maybe if Michael Bay directed it, it would be a bit more interesting. Bring him back for instead four. of this weird, like, it's like 5% Michael Bay. It's like some of the stuff they attempt is like, oh, yeah, maybe we should try and do, let's imagine how Michael would have done it and just do that, but like 5%. Yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. It's crazy. It makes me want to watch the Batgirl movie because it was funny, at least. It was embarrassing funny, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I want to watch something that incompetent 
you know, in a DC movie. I mean, oh, I bet the Batgirl movie's like atrocious after seeing this. I, like, oh, I have no faith these guys can make anything it. good. Oh, it would be so funny. Yeah, at least Brendan Fraser was in Captain there. Marvel, or not Captain Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel. That was okay. I think that mm. was them, but that was also a TV show. Oh, okay, yeah. So expect there's like a different expectation oh, right, there of course. <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's free on Disney Plus. So, yeah. I mean, you got to pay for the subscription, but it's not like a film I had to see in theaters. Yeah, or whatever. Mm. I'm going to just point out two more things real quick. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, There's a line that I thought was particularly bad uh, where Will Smith is talking to the young, annoying ensemble, and he says, raids are supposed to be fun. They're like field trips with guns. That was really bad and cringe. (sighs) Like, okay. (laughs) And then one other thing I'd like to point out is the music in this, probably the worst of the three somehow lawn balf not just in terms of composition but in how it was used there was like there was like a fight scene where the time signature was like three four times like a waltz basically and i was like what the it doesn't you it, it didn't have energy to it it was like clashing with the tone of the scene and then at the end of the movie um the standard way you, you know like uh characters on on the ground it's in the rain he's got a bullet wound sort of thing his son or whatever like very cliche mm-hmm. and in any other movie uh they would do it where it's like okay you have some sad string music or maybe some piano come in you want to settle down at the end of the movie at least if you're going to go with the formulated route but this movie there's still kind of like an action rhythm happening and then the scene just ends and there was no slowdown to the music it was so weird it was like the, some of the most bizarre choices for like tone in the film it, like it's like it's like they had it scored for another scene and then just put it in that scene anyway we were like ah we'll just take it from this scene like they forgot to pay for an extra track or something and they just used another one like i don't know what was going on but that was particularly weird yeah it felt very like temp music yeah like to me because lawn balf he's like one of uh hans zimmer's like underlings right i guess where i kept hearing like kind of the, the kind of zimmer kind of compositions like but just like just a little bit changed here and there but yeah, super generic stuff. Yeah, he's a zergling. Zimmer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Zimmergling>. Yeah. <laughs> Zimmerling, yeah. The buddy cop, like, formula. It's, like, been so done. It's been done better. Yeah. Like, especially with other movies since Bad Boys 2. Like, I think of the nice guys or... There's probably mm-hmm. other examples. It's just like there's better movies that you could watch that are buddy cop films that are funnier, that have better action. Yeah, Hot Fuzz. They're just like trying to do what this movie does. Yeah, Hot Fuzz, exactly. Yeah. It's just like trying to do what this film does, you know, really poorly. And that's a shame because to me, Bad Boys 1 and 2 were like the buddy cop movies of their time. They were. And it's it's just kind of done. Like it's just we're past that now. It's yeah. time to move on. <laughs> yeah, it's finished. Just let it die. Yeah. Let it die. Uh, I would give this if we're gonna get into yes. ratings. Uh, it, do you want to go first? Me? Yeah, well, one of you. Two out of ten. It was fucking horrendous. Wow. It was just <laughs> genuinely awful. It was funny. Yeah, it was very funny. But wow, <laughs> you, you <laughs> didn't think I'd be missing Michael Bay. But here we go. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I miss yeah. Michael Bay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe I'm agreeing with that sentence, but I do agree. I do miss Michael Bay for this, at least for this franchise. You know, it does like gel well with him and his identity, at the mm-hmm. very least. And not having him is like sad. But it was like weirdly the funniest one to me, all for like the completely wrong reasons. Um, so I'd give it like one and a half stars. Like a, 
yeah, it's not good. I'm the same as uh, Alex. I'd give it three out of ten, one and a half stars. Yeah, uh, huge drop off. It's not as bad as like Blade Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, the the third movie problem in a in a trilogy. It's just like it's so terrible. And yeah, the legacy sequel, like yeah, Top Gun Maverick is a better legacy sequel than this. Of is. course, it's like <laughs> everything this movie's trying to capture. Yeah, just this movie's terrible. It's fucking terrible dialogue and action, just awful and awful yeah. acting. Top Gun Maverick had action scenes where action was happening in the scene. <laughs> like, yeah, awesome action. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. It was practical. Yeah, yeah. It was practical. He gave a shit about what was happening. Yeah, someone made it because they wanted to. <laughs> yeah right it's like real passion was there right yeah crazy all right uh it's the bad boys trilogy the boys awesome thanks for recommending sure <laughs> to talk about michael bay all right it's time for questions uh alex i actually have some questions for you real quick before we start with the uh for me one. yeah um okay go for it when you so to uh to eat something what is the past tense of that i ate okay because i heard that some british people say et but they're like more like you know like upper class kind of I, I ate this morning yeah i ate this morning et. yeah someone was talking to me about that i've yeah that's the thing though i've got like a weird like americanized kind of like half kiwi half uk True. thing going on so i'd so, so loads of English people get mad at me because of like <laughs> that's funny for like the weird combo thing I have going on. But I guess to be honest, I'd say both, depending on okay. just how I'm feeling in the moment. You know, yeah. that's awesome. Change it up. But that one's that's not like the weirdest one though. There's definitely like weirder stuff we got going on here. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Aluminium. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Aluminum. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I'm still put off by biscuits. The biscuit aisle. I still biscuit, can't wrap my head yeah. around that. No, every time I go through the biscuit aisle, I think of you guys. Yeah. Uh, one more question, Alex. Mm. Do do you do fireworks on Halloween? Um. Yes, I feel like okay. there's like. <laughs> Any excuse to, like, set explosives off or something? Because I thought that that was only, like, a BC thing. Because when I moved... Ev nowhere else in Canada does it, but I moved to Vancouver, and people just, like... Fireworks stores will open uh, <laughs> around Halloween, and then every Halloween, just, like, random fireworks will go off. It's, like, not a part of a festival. Just people will just set off fireworks because <laughs> they want to, to do fireworks. Yeah, I guess it's because it's so close to 5th of November, so... Um... Hmm fireworks will be for sale so people just any chance to set them off they'll be doing it that's funny yeah so i i i thought that uh vancouver was like one of the only places and then someone on reddit was like oh they also do it in england and england yeah yeah a couple other places so i learned something new thank you All right. you're welcome alex you got questions time for some questions Okay, let's do some questions from the Sardonicus community then. Head over to the suggestion thread on the subreddit if you want to ask questions for future episodes, just like Bonky Schlong Junho did. A couple episodes ago, Adam said going overboard should be categorized under the genre torture. <laughs> what is your favorite and least favorite film in this genre? 
<laughs> favorite and least favorite. That's it's like a weird. I, I don't know how you can have a favorite torture. Yeah. Um, maybe just least. Yeah, favorite. it's not torture if it's your favorite. You I, I, I don't think we really need a favorite. I think least favorite is probably probably enough to be honest. I feel like I want to recommend some of these at some point, so I don't want to. <laughs> ruin mm. it. Yeah, I, I gave that it. title to Going Overboard for a reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that 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 would be the one that comes to mind. It's not, it's not really a movie. <laughs> it's not a comedy. You know, it's legitimately you could use it as torture. So I I would have to say that you've answered your own question. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say that uh that Howard the Duck movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's like torture for me. Yeah. That was mm. that's torture. That's that's one of the worst I've ever seen. Easily, um, that's just one example. For me, it's like I've just got this thing about these middling Ryan Reynolds movies, like um, <laughs> like the hit the Hitman's Bodyguard, like shit like that, where it's just like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? Like why? Yeah, that seems like torture. No, it is like they are torture. <laughs> um, mm. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> It's just you know that these kinds. <laughs> it's such a bad title. Oh, is that a sequel? <laughs> yeah, that was oh, the sequel. No. Yeah, that's the sequel. The hitman's body. What hitman's wife's bodyguard? That's it. Holy <laughs> shit! Who came up with that? The hitman's wife's boyfriend's bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the third one. You got to imagine Ryan Reynolds like saying the title, and I guess that's supposed to be the joke. Um, yeah, it'll be the hitman's cousin's uncle's wife's boyfriend's bodyguard. Yeah, yeah like. Every movie will just get like more and more stupid. The title, yeah, like shit, like Free Guy. I guess just Ryan Reynolds. I just really have something against that guy and his movies. I feel you. Yeah, they really upset me. He does the same <laughs> shtick every time. So he's a name actor because of his abs. You know, when we when we were watching like Blade Trinity, yeah. I'm like, oh, there. It, that's why. That's why Ryan Reynolds is is a name actor. It's because of his abs. He's a name mm. actor because of Deadpool. Because Deadpool was such a hit, and then after that... He was he was a name actor before Deadpool. Well, yeah, he wasn't really a lead. Oh, no, he was a lead. He was in, like, Green Lantern, but even those movies were, like, crap. He was in, like, all those romantic comedies uh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't know. If, he, was in, he was in different genres. He was, like, a child actor or something? Sure. That's how he sold himself for a while, but then eventually he, like, became this, like, Deadpool guy, right? Where, like, yeah, now yeah. everyone likes him, that's the thing. He was a real Matthew McConaughey type. Yeah, I feel like he's much more in, in like, the leading role now than he was, mm-hmm. like, at the time, like, a few years ago, even before before Deadpool. Yeah, he was in, like, romantic comedies, right? He, it was, like, the Matthew McConaughey, exactly. But, like, Matthew McConaughey is, like, proven to be, like, a good actor, like, dramatically outside yeah. of, <laughs> outside of, like, doing the same you know yeah. like all right all right all right like yeah. he, you know he's not just that he's like in true detective and he's in dallas buyers club and he's in like good roles ryan reynolds has yet to have that kind of part i like him in buried buried was okay it's not as good as like mm. true detective but it was a decent like he you know he should do something like that i've always like felt that like ryan reynolds should go back to doing like kind of indie movies like every once in a while like he should do like 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 a lot of actors do, we should take on like a smaller part and yeah. like good time, you know, like str- yeah, something like that. Even yeah, like like show you have range. Yeah, right. being weird stuff. I, I don't think mm-hmm. he does have range though. I think he should stay in his lane. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe he's tried doing that and they're like, nah, dude, just stick to free guy and fucking whatever. Stick to that red notice. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of like range or lack thereof, like another good like sect of torture movies are like 
just movies with The Rock or Kevin Hart in, like, Central Intelligence. <laughs> um, those kind of comedies, you know, where they're, like, they're just so down the middle. They're, so like, for the broadest audience possible, so, like, they can never be too risque. They're, like, just really, like, comatose comedies. And, like, yeah, that kind of stuff, like, is, is the most torturous for me. Red Notice. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good example, yeah. <laughs> Let's do this one from Tacito. Sorry if I butchered your name. What is your opinion on the films by stop-motion animation studio Leica, and how would you rate slash rank their films? The oh. films Coraline, Paranorman, Box Trolls, Kubo and the Two Strings, and Missing Link. Love the show, guys. Been listening since day one. Love from the Netherlands. Oh, cute. <laughs> um, Coraline's their best movie. Um, I agree. Yeah. I love that movie. That's Henry Selleck. Mm-hmm. He's he's doing a stop motion with uh, Jordan Peele, actually. It's coming out this That's year. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. That sounds I cool. I might be seeing it at TIFF. I think, I think with Coraline, anyway, that was like the only one of their films I'd seen in theaters, like as a... I don't think I was a kid. I think I was like a t- teenager, tween, like yeah. at the time. So I did have like the real experience of like... It was made for me. It's made for, like, my audience, right? And I really loved that movie. It was, like, the beyond the animation being really great, it's, like, fucking scary. It's, like, really yeah, creepy. Like, the yeah, shit with creepy. the button eyes and, like, the whole, like, nightmare aspect of it. Like, she goes in this world that's, like, she can't get out of and she's trapped by this fucking freaky woman, like, with button eyes. I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. This is, like... Yeah, it's got the story back then. Yeah. It's an awesome story. And it has, like, the funny parts, like, the part where the guy's, like, the acrobat or whatever. It's, like, some kind of circus or something. Like, it, it generally made me laugh. It made me scared. I'm like, this is, like, such a fucking roller coaster of, like, emotion. I thought that was absolutely fantastic, that movie, Coraline. I love that movie. I think it's great. Yeah. Henry Selleck's better at creating a story. That's because uh, I love the animation in Kubo. Yeah. The whole production design is amazing. The animation's like incredible. I love stop motion. I love how smooth it is and intricate and just like, mm, but then the stories, you know, like if you don't have, if you don't have a great story, then I'm not going to watch it a second time. <laughs> yeah. Kubo's <laughs> you know? yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I don't hate that movie. It's it, I do think like you can make the excuse of like it's kind of like a like a fable, so it's like tr- kind of trying to be like cliche, I guess, or like the like the mythical aspects of it. Like it's very like conventional, I feel. Um, but like Paranorman, I really couldn't get into that much, especially like the end of that movie with like the reveal that like the character's gay. And, like, how that doesn't really, like, factor into the story Spoiler. at all. It's kind of, like, thrown I'm never going to watch it. It's it fine. doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's ten years old. It's, like, fucking ten years old, yeah. yeah. And also, it doesn't matter. It's just, like, thrown in. It's like it's almost like a punchline, honestly. It's, like, so whatever. Um, I don't hate that mm-hmm. movie, either. I'd actually... I'd completely forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... So, it's, it is a forgettable movie. I tried watching the first ten minutes, and I was like, this is not for me. I wasn't into it. People tried to get me to watch it. Yeah, I, I really wasn't a big fan of that. Like, I love their animation, but yeah, like... Again, great animation. Yeah. yeah. Just, the animation's great. No no doubt. Like, all of their movies. Kind of annoying that it's not it's not in service of something, like, great, is what's sad All of their movies it. look great. Yeah. 
And, and there's a point yeah. where, like, the animation got so good to where it's, like, indistinguishable from CG animation to where, like, it kind of loses its charm. Like, I really like Fantastic Mr. Fox because True, it feels yeah. like stop motion. And you see, like... Like the imperfections left yeah, in Yeah, the hair. Like, you can see the yeah. hair on, like, the characters, like, kind of... You can tell, like, fingers have been, like, moving the characters in between shots. Like, that's a little... That's fun. True. And, like, the... Yeah, like Kubo, Paranorman, it's so smooth. It looks like CG. It looks like 3D animation. Well, that's what that sold me on, on Kubo and the Two Strings before I saw it. it was they, were, they were almost selling it, like using it as advertisement, like the time lapses of the animators behind the scenes yeah. with these huge like models that was like the size of them. And that was like really alluring to me, but... They just, they've had a continuous problem with like kind of interesting stories slash characters. I need at least yeah. one of these things. Yeah. Um, and the only one I haven't seen is Box Trolls, but the last one I saw was Missing Link from uh, 2019. And again, it was just so forgettable. Like, yeah. Just an abominable snowman type thing. I'm, just- I'm looking at their uh, box office. It seems like, <laughs> like they're, ju- they're just getting less and less return with every single film fucking missing link had a 100 million dollar budget and it got back 26.6 million pre-pandemic wow. <laughs> it was released april 2019 that was a yeah. hundred million dollars yeah that's fucking crazy and they got back 20 26 million that's fucking that's ugh. yeah kubo didn't even seem successful they only got 77.5 million box office yeah yeah, barely like, a profit. I don't know why they moved away from the like Coraline approach of like having that backbone of like a a really good novel or something. So you ha- you don't have to worry yeah. about the story as much. It is weird, you mm-hmm. know. Like adapt something tested as opposed to like. Isn't Fantastic Mr. Fox a book too? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Rolled doll. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sure. I would much prefer them sacrifice the animation to like tell a better story. Like I think you could do both certainly, but I prefer a better story <laughs> than like. This yeah, like do both. focus on making the animation so perfect because like you know Ardman's made 3D animated movies like those are great I really like Arthur Christmas like I don't care <laughs> if it's stop motion or not it's just like tell a good story like have some like good design mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me yeah all right yeah I don't know I don't know what they're doing or if they have anything plan coming yeah. up but. was there a yeah. corpse bride i haven't seen i'd like to see it isn't that i think that's their first no that's not it's not them i don't think no, that's that them. wasn't them I don't that think, was just actually. tim burton but i don't know who produced uh, the production company yeah maybe um i was looking at a list on letterbox it might be just wrong yeah i was looking at wiki mm. it says corpse bride is contract work for warner brothers so maybe they worked like under warner brothers to make it but yeah it's not technically a so yeah. animation took place at three mills studios in london for corpse Bride. all right whatever <laughs> i haven't seen it anyway i'd like to it's fine yeah Coraline. i I love that movie that's fucking great that's one of the best yeah. kids animated movies yeah. ever easily for me love that movie i love nightmare before christmas yeah it's it's like up there for me with like it's almost as good as that not quite but yeah, it's like really good. I really recommend Coraline, especially to kids. It fucking freaked them out. Like it give them nightmares. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should be using stop motion for. You're scared yeah, the kids with it, you know. It's really creepy. I'm hoping this um this Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio movie's got some creepy that's what, like a stop motion Netflix project or something. I think that's coming out this year. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Pinocchio a true story. That's what it's called, right? No, that's the, yeah. that's the Russian one. <laughs> that's the really bad one. <laughs> it's Onslaught Pinocchio movies that were coming out for some reason. Father, when can I leave to be on my own? 
I've got the whole world to see. <laughs> Is that from the the bad one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is ah, so many there. bad like Pinocchio movies. It's hard yeah. to watch the watch the Matteo Garone one, the 2019 or whatever, 2018, 2019. Oh, is it good? It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. I'll, oh, all right. Yeah. He's he's talented. He's a good director. Okay. Yeah, the new one looks great though. The Guillermo one. I'm looking forward to yeah. that. The Disney one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Disney Plus one is like whoa. I watched that trailer today. <laughs> what a crazy looking movie. Zemeckis uh, delivering the craziness yet again. Yeah. <laughs> Zemeckis. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This Matteo Jerome one. Yeah. All right. I'll check that out. Oh, it's great. I've seen a lot of Pinocchio movies. Yeah. The best one's still the original one, the 2D from 1940. Probably. It's nice. It would be nice to have like another one that's as good as that. <laughs> um, yeah. Jordan Peterson's favorite, right? Disney's, Disney ain't going to deliver it. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> okay let's do this one from submissive gay alien how do you feel about the movies of kevin smith i'm especially interested in hearing ralph's take as smith seems to have had a major impact on small budget independent film with clerks yeah um well you you guys can say something too i know the guys the guy is asking me (laughs) What, what do you think of kevin smith what do you think of his films have you seen like the ones he's like really known for. I've like, seen Clerks. Like Clerks. I haven't seen Mallrats. Clerks is good. Clerks is a good movie. Yeah. That's like really, that's like yeah. to me what an indie film like should it's be. It's a funny it's script. Like small scale. It's yeah. funny. And then everything else he's made, I'm not like a fan of, honestly. Yeah. Well, he, I really feel like he works well in that low budget. Especially recently. <laughs> I don't, I hate Tusk. Yeah. But like, you know, Clerks, it's like a good story. Yeah. I've only seen some of the recent stuff. Clerks was, like, relevant at the time, too, because it was, like, making references to, like, other movies. Like, they referenced Star Wars. They referenced, like, these movies that, you know, obviously audiences have seen. They're, like, treating audiences with, like, film knowledge, which I think is, like, really cool. Like, they have, like, yeah. some, like, acknowledgement of that. And, yeah, like, the references. When it was before, and- like, everything was doing that, mm-hmm. too. Like, it was more ahead yeah. of its time. And it was very relatable. Like... Like how we're talking about how bad boys like they're they're like in a swimming pool like it's completely unrelatable to like most people because most people like have a swimming pool in their backyard or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the clerks characters like like you know they're working very low wage jobs they like they fucking hate people like they people are annoying and they like talk to their friends and like hang out and like do like shit like you know it's like more it, it's so much more down to earth so much more like relatable and like even if you aren't that kind of person it's like fun to watch that and experience it like oh yeah this is like this other side of like what films can explore that's like really fun and it, those movies are very funny and like the way they use references it's not just like reference humor it's like yeah it's like relatable it's funny and it's it's great like it's really great stuff and the like, clerks have like sequels that are really well received too and like the jay and silent bob knockoff part of the reason it was so successful is because it was also like pretty like mature and like raunchy and you know the the jokes that they were telling weren't found in your average like big blockbuster comedy sort of thing you know like my girlfriend Mm -hmm. sucked 37 dicks and then there's like the whole like having sex with a corpse and you know like (laughs) stuff like that it helped helped it uh you know stand out from the crowd in that sense and people were willing to watch like a uh, black and white for the same, you know, black black and white for uh, necessity because of uh, the yeah, cameras right. costing less at the time. 
Exactly. Um, Color film costs what much more money, yeah. so they shot it black and white. And then people like, you know, that doesn't it's not like a pretentious choice. It's yeah. like because it's actually it's budgetary like limitations yeah. they had. They'd rather mm. spend that on other things. Yeah. Like the actors. Everyone's first movie in the nineties, fucking Christopher Nolan's The Following, uh yep. Darren Aronofsky's mm-hmm. Pie. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Black and white just out, out of uh logistical reasons. Exactly. Budgetary. You know, yeah, I even like his higher budget stuff, like Chasing Amy. Like, that's a decent movie. I haven't logged it. I, I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that again. That's one I haven't seen. I know it's a big title. Yeah, I saw it when I was younger. I really like yeah, that one. I saw Dogma a long time ago. I'm not a fan of Dogma. Everybody loves it. I don't gel well mm. with the humor in it. I think it's fine. I haven't seen that. That's I don't think people talk about that one as much, which, you know, it's kind of weird on Letterboxd. It's ranked like higher. I think Dogma feels kind of like a fifth element thing to me where it's like, I'm not really mm. the target audience for that. And there's like a huge fan base behind it sort of thing of, you know, very passionate and vocal people of like, oh, yeah, this is the best movie ever. But I just like I'm not into the humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very hit or miss. He's has he has some duds. I heard I heard Yoga Hosers is oh yeah, Yoga Hosers is terrible. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I'm not, it I'm looks not heard of awful. it. <laughs> I haven't mm. seen the whole thing. I just <laughs> watched like some of it. Yeah, like Red State and Cop Out, they're pretty bad. Yeah, Tusk Tusk was just unbearable. I hated Tusk. Tusk is terrible. Tusk is, I so Tusk, is Tusk is unbearable. I can't believe that was yeah. a successful film. Like people watched it. Like that that just caught me so off guard. <laughs> that's one of those torture <laughs> That's one of those torture movies. Basically, yeah. That, like we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true actually. And Justin yeah. Long. Yeah, really. It was like an in joke made into a movie, yeah. Yeah. Like not even fans of horror like like that movie. Some a, a yeah. bunch of people liked it. There was this weird th- time where like he was doing that and then he had one other called like Red State or something. And people were like, yeah, he's doing like horror movies. Red and State, they're like holy actually shit. good. Red I'm State like, and Cop Out, I yeah. watched them and I, I, it, they were not, they were not great. <laughs> Red State is like the most, right. That's the one like people like that movie for some reason. Yeah. Like, it's because like the political commentary. I, but it, yeah, like, aside from that, it's so fucking bad. Like I haven't even seen the whole thing. It's really not special. I don't have it logged because I forgot I've I've even seen exactly. parts of it. It's just fucking mm-hmm. atrocious. Like, like <laughs> all right, I get the fucking message. It's like it's so bad though. Yeah, cop out. Um, also that was really bad. Mm-hmm. Talking about like cop, um, like buddy cop movies. It's like one <laughs> yeah. of the worst ones yeah. I've ever seen. It's just like fucking atrocious. <laughs> Bruce Willis is like sleepwalking through it. I heard about like all the production troubles with it. Like Bruce Willis didn't give a fuck. Like, kept arguing <laughs> with Kevin Smith. Like, he, he didn't take his directions. It, that, like, really soured Kevin Smith from, like, working in Hollywood in the studio system, which uh-huh. I think is really sad. Uh-huh. But, yeah, like, Bruce Willis, like, he just didn't have any respect for him because I guess he thought he was, like, this low-budget, you know, guy. Yeah. He, like, doesn't take him seriously. Yeah, it's, it's like... That's funny. Yeah, it's just sad. Like, even if he hasn't made, like, great movies, like, at least show some fucking respect for the director. Like, <laughs> Kevin Smith's probably a nice guy. Like, oh, Bruce yeah, Lewis sure. Is like, yeah, fuck, fuck you. Like, Bruce Willis is, like, doesn't take him seriously because he's not, like, fucking Terry Gilliam or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you're, you agreed to be in the movie. Like, why not just fucking try? Yeah, he was, like, sleepwalking through that movie. Awful. Mm-hmm. At least Tracy Morgan was trying in that fucking movie. 
He was bad too, but like at least he was trying. Yeah, I haven't even seen it. I don't know. <laughs> the poster looks so it's bad. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah the, the poster. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, you know exactly what you're getting <laughs> with this one. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. So yeah, in my in my perspective, Kevin Smith has one good movie. I haven't seen all of his movies. Maybe that could I could change my mind with that. But yeah, I'll see Chasing Amy someday. But yeah, Clerks is like the only one that I have any positive memories of the rest are yeah eh, either misses or just actively yeah. painful i hear mm-hmm. mall rats is good i hear dogma's good mm-hmm. i haven't seen dogma I, I like chasing amy i need to see it again i could watch i'm um, like the clerk's sequels are well received yeah I, I don't like red state i don't like cop out i don't like tusk those are like tusk tusk is the level of bad that it makes me never want like i'm never gonna watch yoga hosers because of it <laughs> Like Tusk is so bad that I can't possibly watch Yoga Hoses. Yeah, that, that's not yeah, a good one. Yoga Hoses, pretty much fair. Alex, you've seen Zach and Miri make a porno. That was him. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Oh, I forgot. It's pretty forgettable. It's just kind of like a simple, like romantic comedy. Um, yeah. Wow. Some Star Wars references in it. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. I remember when that came out. That was relatively yeah. successful too. Mm-hmm. I like Seth Rogen. Yeah. And Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I forgot about that movie. I forgot that was Kevin Smith. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. Chasing Amy was like a mainstream hit. You know, it's like one of those. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a modest budget, like, but, you know, has big actors in it and like people really liked it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Good for him. But like, yeah, I don't. I, I prefer Clerks. To me, Clerks is like his best. Yeah. Now he's just making a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> he's just, he doesn't even give a shit. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. There's a Clerks 3 coming out. I like his personality, but... I think he likes doing Comic-Con. I think he likes yeah. doing other stuff like Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a big dork. Like, he loves podcasting and talking about, like, comic book movies. Yeah, yeah. he does, like, TV shows where he talks about, like, Superman, right? That's like, funny. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He could, he could make another good movie one day. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Tusk is, like... It's that's him trying to make like a horror movie. It's like awful. Well, apparently that was like a joke movie at the same time. Like he was, it was like it's supposed to be comedy. Somebody horror. gave him the idea on his podcast or something. Like it was something he yeah, just made up right. on the spot. It was like, oh, I'll actually make a movie about it. Like that's what I heard. <laughs> really? Someone gave him the idea on his podcast. Yeah. Holy. Maybe shit. he said it on his podcast. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was like just them like ad libbing. Yeah, yeah that, that's right, right? Like Jesus. they were just bullshitting yeah, on a podcast and were like, oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> let's actually like make that idea into a full feature. And it's just like fucking unbearable. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't a good idea. So yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like his second highest listed on like Letterboxd when you look him up on the, as a director. Wow. The Tusk. Yeah, the second most popular. Kind of like Creep. Yeah, everyone just loves Creep for some reason. Oh, did he make Creep? No, no, no. Just like one of those, you know, one of those weird like horror oh. movies that I just don't get why people like it the way they do. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. I I hear it's like, I hear mixed things. My brother didn't like it. I trust him. <laughs> and you didn't like it either. I, I trust those opinions more than anyone else. <laughs> so apparently Cop Out is his most successful film. Really? Yeah. Well, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Mr. Morgan. Probably had the most, like, marketing behind it. Mm-hmm. Two actors, yeah. and yeah. Zack and Mary didn't make as much as I thought it did. It was only, like, 30 mm-hmm. million. They didn't even sell Cop Out as, like, a Kevin Smith movie. They just of sold course. that as, like, a... 
you know, generic buddy cop over exactly. Bruce Willis and, and Tracy Morgan. Yeah. All right. I think that does it uh, for questions. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Cool. Thank you so much. That was awesome. And I think, I believe, it is Alex's turn to recommend something. It is back to me. And uh, I've got an interesting one that I've had on the list for a while. <gasps> I want to go back to Nosferatu. Shit. Which one? The vampire movie. The, uh, I'm trying to find the gear. There's like more than one. Um, <laughs> the, origi- the original, the OG. 1922? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh okay. Yeah. I do know that there's like I think there's different versions. There's like different soundtracks. So I guess we'll discuss I guess there there's probably like a definitive original kind of one, but uh, Yeah, like uh, on the UK you have to watch it on like one of the prime video sub subscriptions called film box or something it's like one of those like okay. weird situations but awesome yeah that's a 1922 fw murnau nosferatu is this the oldest recommendation probably yeah it might be it's older mm. than fucking wizard of oz right when was that oh yeah by a lot yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah. it was like the f- 39 okay yeah that's a good 15 yeah 17 yeah. years difference yeah so hopefully it'll be a good wow. discussion i think it's the oldest movie i've seen might be all right if you don't want to be spoiled <laughs> for 1922 <laughs> nosferatu watch it before the next episode's out these episodes come out publicly every two weeks you can listen to them early by going to sardonicast.com. Sign up for premium. It's only $2 a month. What are you going to spend $2 a month on? It's like less than coffee. It's like less than one coffee. Give it us True. your money. Also, patreon.com slash sardonicast. You can listen to these early and support the show and feel good about it. Uh, we also got merch. Link in the description. Uh, we also uh, have a Sardonicast highlights channel. You can check that out. And uh, send us your fan art. We'll include them at the beginning of the YouTube uploads. Uh, send them on the subreddit, Sardonicast subreddit. Also, Twitter hashtag Sardonicast fast. <laughs> Sardonicast fan art. Fart. <laughs> uh, thank you. And uh, Woosa, Happy Shrek. Woosa. <laughs> Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? Shit just got real. Shit, shit got real, and we're riding. We podcast together. We die together. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do when you come for you? All right, bye. bye, Shrek. Bye.